What's up, everybody? It's Ryan Bossery from RyeWire. Ry <laughs> <laughs> go again, go again. What's up, everybody? Bleh, hold on. <laughs> it's hard to like. Ready? Go. What's up, everybody? It's Ryan Bossery from RyeWire, and welcome to the episode 133 of Downtime with Downstar. Hey. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Ryan. I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> What's up, dude? Not much, man. Live in Shibuya, Tokyo. Yeah. Um, uh, live in our hotel room here. Yeah, dude. We uh, were staying at Hotel Emmett in uh, Shibuya, Tokyo, and they have a conference room, and they gave us the X. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have ever been to Japan, the X is uh, no. <laughs> the X is pretty common for uh, <laughs> especially me, uh, white, fair skin, <laughs> and um, definitely look gaijin. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, yeah. That was weird, dude. I don't know why they didn't let us do it. I know. It's like conference room one. It says it right on the top. Yeah. But uh, Japanese only. Apparently. Yeah, I don't know, man. But we're out here, guys. Tokyo Auto Salon 2020. Um, we got here, what, on Wednesday. We left California Tuesday. It's Wednesday. Or we got here on Wednesday, and right. today is Monday. Today is Monday. Today is Monday. So this is probably... Sunday night in California. Yeah. So you guys are hearing this probably like six hours after we recorded it. Yep. I'm on my grind, man. Can't miss an episode, you know? Yep. Trying to take care of, take away any excuse possible. Yeah. But uh, it's been a good trip, man. This is our fourth auto salon together. together. The last four years. Yeah. It yeah. has been, huh? We haven't missed anything. I don't right? think we... You and I have not missed any in four years. And prior to that... Um, you know, I think it was probably another four at least. Really? Before that. So it's been like maybe eight years. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could be as much as 10. Yeah. I just, my brain goes to mush. And I don't remember, uh, what I did yesterday, let alone what I did <laughs> eight to 10 years ago. So, yeah, I feel you, dude. Um, I love it. It's dope. I think I've gotten the gist of it now. Um, I always say that, especially like for SEMA. You know, every SEMA, I'm like, you know, I don't know if t next year is really that necessary. Right. You know, uh, but then come September or something, you're like, oh, shit. You, you get like that FOMO. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. No, you do. Like, and it's funny because you get, you get FOMO even the opposite way. Mm -hmm. um, I noticed that I always go to this uh, little meet called Period Correct. I don't go to a lot of like big shows that much, but like every now and then I like to go to like little small things and stuff like that yeah um and that was actually yesterday oh in you know yeah in costa mesa and i was like oh man i kind of want to go to that yeah but i'm over here like auto salon <laughs> right? yeah like you can't be everywhere in the world all the time so yeah no definitely uh, i guess it goes both ways sort of yeah and things like this it's not like every year is, is a drastic change maybe a new car here or there new kit or something but um I didn't see anything this year that was really stand out to me. Right. Know? Yeah. Um, a couple people asked us so far, like in the last day or so, yeah, what our favorite cars were. Um, and I kind of had a hard time with that. Yeah. There wasn't anything where I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad to see that here or something. Uh, but it's like an overall thing. You yeah. Know? Like it was interesting seeing that EK Civic. Yeah. The way they did that. There's definitely things I would have totally planned different on that car, for example. It made it definitely not my favorite. Yeah. But, like, there's... It's weird, right? Yeah. Like, there's nothing that's just like, oh, my God, that's the car of the show. 
Yeah, and I don't know if that's because I'm, you know, jaded, keep seeing so many stuff, you know, sensory overload or what what it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure back home everybody's seen pictures and like, man, I wish I could see that car, such as the Civic. And yeah. it, seemed, it seems like that car, the EK, was such a great idea, but... I don't know if it was rushed. I don't know if the the car is even even finished, quote unquote finished, right. or what have you. But the interior of that car definitely had a lot of opportunities. Yeah, I mean, like it, like you know, I I actually didn't know that it existed until I saw a picture because I had we hadn't hit that hall yet, right? So the first day on Friday, we hit the first hall. Um, kind of saw saw some stuff. Um, we were with Ravi Ravi from CSF, and he had to like make an appearance with with his guys, you know, in his booth area and stuff like that. We kind of stayed in that hall. Um, gonna hit the second hall the next day. You know what I mean? And I saw that car. Like, okay, we gotta definitely check it out, right? Um, the outside of it looked very. In the pictures, I was kind of not impressed. I was yeah. like, uh, they're like the headlight thing is weird, and like I don't really get it. And then I saw it in person and it made a lot more sense. Yeah. Um, you know, you sat in the car and I kind of like leaned in and stuff like that. And I leaned in on both sides. I didn't see it, sit in it. I mean, I used to have an EK. It's nothing that's going like, yeah, to yeah, sit yeah. in and go like, oh my God, look. Yeah. But, you know, it has the gauge cluster and the climate control was like highly changed, right? Yeah. And it definitely. wasn't like a cluster from this. It was like something that they kind of had put together from what it seemed. Um. But when you say opportunity, there was opportunity all over the inside of the car, outside yeah. of the car. But they just hit like certain specific things like taillight, uh, back hatch change, and then headlight kind of front bumper change and gauge cluster change and climate control change. Um, but like it didn't look like an EV car, though. It really did. And um, I would really love if it turned into one or if it yeah. was one or something. But that's like the 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 look that they were going for but in the interior the cluster sick you know the center console uh on the dash looks sick yeah but everything else i think it even had like just a stock shift knob you right know, the, the whole interior they didn't do anything to it even if they replaced the door panels or re re uh upholstered them a different type of seat or something like that but i don't know much about the car uh, anything that we do know is just from people posting it up. There, there wasn't really any kind of information about it. So it could very well be that the car was rushed to be here and it could turn into something in the future. So let's yeah. go ahead and hope for that. Right. And I mean, the cool thing about the way they just threw parts at it, maybe if those do come for sale, now you as an, you know, a civic owner, just you want that one piece or you want all the pieces they offer then you can maybe buy that yeah maybe that's why it's so like simple like they're not going to offer a shift knob so there's no reason to put a shift knob yeah you know what i mean like we are order we are you know we have a climate control a gauge cluster taillights headlights and that's it or something like that and then so they don't want to touch anything else now what business was that um okay see i wish i'm sorry for my ignorance on it but uh, from what I understand, it's called oh, shit, Madulo or something like okay. that. Very similar. You could Google yeah, it, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're like a Honda Access. Got you. Um, I feel like if Joey was here, he'd be able to tell us everything there is <laughs> yeah. to know about it. Uh, but yeah, it's like from what I understand, it's a Japanese only Honda Access kind of like you know how mugen is is kind of oe honda technically. Yes. Well, this yes. is like very similar to that. Got you. Got so you, got you. it's some kind of an access honda access style company that's backed by honda um 
that's all I really know. Yeah. Definitely heard of it before, but don't know details. Yeah, the car was very Japan style. And I say that because they, it, it's very outside kind of car, exterior kind right. of car. A lot of these cars here at Auto Salon, the exterior is immaculate, you know, from the wheels set up to the paint to what have you. But there's not really much done on the inside. And that's not all the cars, but a more majority right. than not. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it's a very like, um, what did you say? You know, you when you walk into to a show like this, it's sensory overload. Yeah. Well, it's like the sensory is from the outside of the vehicles. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like it would be. It'd be like that's that that's what they want you to see first, um, and that's kind of all that is needed. You don't need to do the inside. You don't need to do the engine bay. Um, so that's kind of lacking yeah. here, just as overall. Like, I mean, there's obviously tuners that are changing that pretty drastically. Um, you know, guys that are like even in our Honda community, like Yasu, etc. They're yeah. doing really pushing the limits of the engine bays and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but it would be cool to be able to see a little bit more of those kind of details at auto salon in the future you know yeah i wish that trend from the uh, from the states would definitely catch on out here right you know the smaller details and the more uh intricate designs of the engine bay rather than just not even have the hood popped yeah like speaking of the ek like i don't know what i don't even know what engine right. it has right yeah who under knows? and who then knows? there was a few years back when they did the um the rocket bunny eg the the pandem kit yeah that was his like personal car yeah right. um under the hood it we got a quick sneak under it and it was like uh probably like your eg right now listening guys if it's just your daily it was yeah, something like that it was like that but he kind of had like an intercooler mocked up <laughs> yeah but, um but I the car mocked, wasn't boosted <laughs> yeah uh, mo mocked up meaning uh intercooler test fit <laughs> uh maybe no charge pipes or turbo but it's uh yeah it's just to give the look of what you know your your end could be product could be or something yeah like that. definitely um so let's go ahead and do like an entire recap of the uh of the week so far yeah um we got in on thursday uh we actually ended up meeting up with robbie from csf uh shout out to robbie he flew in almost at the same exact time that was cool because yeah. he was coming from australia he was meeting um, one of his guys over there that he's doing a big collabo with and um, working with pretty closely. And he flew in from, you know, he flew in and literally landed exactly the same time we did. Uh, hey, where are you at? Like, oh, we're just getting off the plane. Like, oh, okay, us too. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, just getting through customs. All right, cool. Us too. Oh, getting our bags. All right, cool. <laughs> and then it was like, we pull up when we both have our bags and it's like, all right, let's go to Narita Express and, and get the Shibuya. So, and he's staying at, he was staying at our hotel. Uh, he had the uh, Japanese single room with a mattress on the floor. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I would have been like, I would have walked in and gone like, oh, okay, uh, maybe we can get a Western style room, you know? Yeah, of getting... I don't, I don't, it's not even because of the hotel because when I came last year, Ashley yeah. and I, we had a one bedroom room. One bedroom. Uh, one yeah. bedroom. And yeah. it was, it was perfect size. Yeah. You know, granted it was small, but his was literally like a closet. It was weird, and then the restroom. I don't know if you noticed. It was it was like a, a I don't side, know, by side. side yeah, by side, side by tandem. <laughs> yeah, like a so tandem. So you have to walk in one way, and then like to the right. It was it was weird. It was super weird. I, yeah. I haven't seen anything laid out like that. I have seen single bed rooms like that where they're on like a a rate, like a what is it called? 
you know, an electronic lift system. Okay, got you. Where your your bed, you know, it's got a regular bed, but then you press a button, it's like mm. going up, and then it almost gets to the roof. And then what they do is they have like a little pop out, and there's a desk there, so it doubles the size gotcha. of their space. And then the bed will come down when you're ready to sleep. Yeah. And that's why when I, even when I was texting, I'm like, are you sure it doesn't like come up or down or something? He's, He's like, like, bro. No, dude, no, it's on the floor. I'm there's like, not Fuck. even a box spring. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not cool. I, w- I wish it was more socially acceptable to have bunk beds as an adult. Yeah, I think right. that would be so yeah. sick. I mean, it's kind of like the, they have the capsule hotel space here, right? Where it's literally like a series of bunk beds and yeah. you kind of crawl into the hole. In the drawer. Know? Yeah. I still drawer. haven't seen it except for Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh man, we could go on that for a while. So we met up with Ravi. Yeah. Um, we ended up heading back or headed to Shibuya, which is probably about like an hour train ride, forty-five minutes, maybe something like that. Yeah, that's probably just over an hour. Um, for that for that Narita Express train. Yeah. And it goes straight to Shibuya Station. Yeah, Shibuya. Everybody, if you're not familiar with it, this is on Tokyo Drift, where like the the crossing is. That's like the Times Square. Of, yeah of it's tokyo Times square of tokyo for sure yeah so um i'm trying to think of what we ended up doing that night because the time that we landed get the mm, uh, get i remember the bags okay get the bags get on the the train get dropped off before we even like got to the hotel it was maybe even two two and a half hours from the time we landed in tokyo right so it was, it was nighttime at that point yeah and that's when we went to have um our first dinner mm-hmm. and we did uh oh yeah yeah, the meet, yeah. The, uh, jbbq jbbq yeah yeah so last year um when ryan hegner and uh my wife ashley came with us um it was towards like the end of the trip and that was when you got sick i did yeah and ash was she was tapped out man we were walking 10 miles plus a day at cold car meets and stuff and she's like i'm done so yeah so uh hegner uh, being a big buff protein guy, he needed to feed those muscles, man. So he's like, "Dude, let's go eat." When we found this uh, JBBQ place, yeah. and I remembered that it was. Uh, I wanted to take a picture of it because this place was bomb. So we uh, we went searching for the place, mm-hmm. and we were looking for maybe like twenty minutes until I realized that you could like geo tag <laughs> your picture. So he's like looking at his picture, and and like we kind of everybody thought of it sort of at the same time. I feel like, like yeah. wait, if you click it and go to like places. <laughs> It'll yeah. literally tell you where it is. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. So we went over there and we grubbed and we we really really grubbed, man. We made that all you can eat worth it, dude. That was delicious. Yeah. And hopefully we'll hit that up tonight, man. We got a, one, a good one. one more meal to go. So. Oh yeah. I wonder if uh, anybody saw your your Instagram. We'll have to check it and see if anybody wants to join us tonight. Yeah. There's a few guys out here. So um. Yeah. It, it's kind of hard to meet up with people, uh, especially around auto salon time. Kind of the same as SEMA time, you know? Everybody has a plan. Everybody's kind of like, um, they're either too tired, they're like just trying to do the show, or they're like going out trying to party. Yeah. Or they're like already have like business meetings and stuff set up. So it's hard to hit people at the right times. Yeah. Um, we tried a few times, but let's get into that. So um after we ate we pretty much knocked out yeah 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 yeah, yeah. too much just came back to the hotel and we knew that the next day which was going to be the first day of auto salon it was going to be um a long day which they always are you know and we just had a really really long day flying and even even though you're not doing anything it takes a lot out of you man the flight was what maybe like 10 well actually it was a little longer than normal Uh uh-huh it was closer to 12 hours 
Was it? Yeah, that was that was a for whatever reason, you know, the headwinds and flight path and stuff. Yeah, um, um, I've had quick, a lot quicker ones. I've had ones over an hour faster than that. Really? So this was, I would say, like a slow flight this way. Yeah. So the the traveling here kind of took most of our first day yeah away i mean we got good meal in but we had to get prepared for the show yeah so then the uh the next morning wake up kind of early and the funny thing is when you come here you think like dude i'm so beat i need to I- i'm gonna need to sleep in and then you wake up at like 5 a.m yeah like you it's not just that you're happy to be here i mean you are happy to <laughs> yeah. be here and there's like you know you want to start your day but the jet lag is real. Like yeah. everybody, you know, I, I travel here a lot with like Ryan Durr and, and Joey. And like, dude, they're all, everybody's up at 5 a.m. Yeah. Like they just know, okay, well, shit, you know, let's go to bed at 2 a.m. And well, we're going to be up at five no matter what we do. And it's just like, for me, it's kind of bad. Yeah. Like, you know, I think it, I think it hit me harder than you. Um, but yeah, I was up every morning at 5 a.m., dude. Like, fuck. Yeah. So I got up super early. Um, you were up not too much longer after that, but Ravi had a bunch of work stuff that he had to deal yeah. with. And I did as, as well. Um, there was a lot of back and forth that I was doing, but, um, we didn't actually get out of the hotel, even though we were awake, we didn't get out of the hotel until what, like nine 30 or yeah, something, yeah, which is yeah, yeah. honestly way too late. Cause we'd be jumping on the, so we, we'd have to jump on a plane, a plane, a train from Shibuya. And then it, you got to do like multiple stops. Um, you don't hit the the location of the auto salon for a good like it's like an hour and a half ride especially in the morning that direction yeah so um just want to break down this whole trip to you guys because i know that there's a lot of people that have interest in coming to auto salon but it's very intimidating just saying just going to a different country is intimidating alone you know so i i kind of want to make it like um a real world uh situation where maybe somebody listening could put their self in it so you we're in shibuya which where i would recommend everybody staying at yeah sure like i used to stay at um shinagawa yeah and it's closer to the event and you have like access to shinkansen which is like their bullet train um it's a big station it's a great place to stay like the d sport guys all stay there yeah um but it's one of those things where it's like i want to be in the heart of it i want to like just hustle and bustle the city like downtown new york feeling definitely um and i'm not used to that i live in orange county it's like not la even you know what i mean so it's kind of neat to be with like surrounded by fuck tons of people (laughs) yeah like right when you wake up and you're like how where all these people where did all these people come from yeah i mean uh sorry go ahead so um so you you go to the train station you jump on the train take you probably about an hour and a half like you said jump off there and then you get to auto salon and if you're gonna do auto salon I would highly recommend Friday you get in as much as possible and come back Saturday just to tie up any loose ends because Sunday is it's not even worth coming. Um, yeah. Even Saturday, the, the difference between Friday and Saturday on the train is ridiculous. Oh, yes. So you pass through um, the exit, which would exit to Disneyland. 
uh disney whatever disney world yeah uh, uh, disney world disney Japan. by the sea or like is that what it's like called that. something like that yeah it's like gotcha. right on the water there so when we got to that stop the train pretty much cleared off yeah and then we got to the uh, event um we met up with yasu from exceed japan mm-hmm. he got us into the event yeah and uh that's like you were saying ravi split he went to go do his business meetings and then we just jump in the hall so it's pretty similar to sema there's a few different halls one hall is the smaller hall which uh i don't know it didn't have any like big brands or anything it seems like where where the smaller um brands would go to and then in the big hall it was split up maybe in four big sections yeah because there's like pass-throughs where they're yeah pseudo like outside for a second like covered outside um i want to say that it's three big sections possibly but yeah. it could have been four i forgot yeah. you know what we did miss also there was like uh remember where that uh the auction was and then there was that like little room uh, yeah oh well actually i i think i think i asked somebody and they said that they're it that like those where those drift cars were last yeah, yeah 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 apparently that that room wasn't there this year oh really yeah they were using it for something else mm um but yeah you know how there's like the stage and all that yeah we kind of never went there yeah i don't know what was going on or if anything was going on there yeah and like i was saying if you've been here for the last four years it's not like every single year you're gonna see something different just like sema so you get in there and you see the the typical brands um one thing that i do really love about auto salon is that you can buy things and that's really cool because you don't have that at SEMA. SEMA is more of an industry kind of thing. But you come here, you can go to um, companies like Ray's or you could go to Brid or, or whatever. And they have products that are fairly cheap. Yeah, there's know? like really reasonable little – like let's say you have Brid seats, right? Yeah. Like, oh, cool, I have these seats. And then there's like accessories for the yeah. seats. And they're like 10 to 40 bucks. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit, a little pocket, little pad, little mm-hmm. whatever. Um cool things to be able to bring home yeah or to you know gifts for somebody yeah if you're like me and you like trinkets this is like trinket heaven dude mm-hmm. i right. even got the <laughs> i got the the liberty walk um i got what was it the the r35 the mini like 164 size r35 this year yeah this year. oh i didn't even see it i oh. showed you i'll show you oh, i'll sorry. show you <laughs> so it's like the, the 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 rocket bunny kit oh no, okay um the liberty walk excuse me excuse me liberty walk kit is like the pink r35 bit basic replica of okay. the real car got it uh so i got that and then i got like um the mini kato it's like oh god half an inch <laughs> tall and he's with two models dude oh i just had god. to get it. i love trinkets um but uh yeah a lot of your favorite uh japanese brands they have the booths here mm-hmm. um they have things for cheap like i said rays as well they have like uh valve stem caps for like seven bucks dude. yeah i know um i think like the last few years especially when i have like a car build or something like that um, you know, I'm, I actually work with Ray's yeah. and like, they've given me wheels in the past, but then it's like, they never give you the, um, the little pieces, like the lug nuts, right? Yeah. Like, Oh, well, I want lugs as well to match the wheels. Um, I buy them here. Yeah. Cause like, dude, like $200, $150 lug nuts are like 45 bucks. Yeah. So they're like really, really fair priced. Yeah. And that's the best thing about coming to auto salon. You get to just pick up some stuff mm-hmm. and bring it home. Apparently wow. even body kits. We can get into that later, but yeah, you know, we're, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Dude, dude, that's like wild. 50% off on that. That is crazy. Kit. That's like yeah. 
that's a really good show special right there yeah and then uh alex uh my worker alex he hit me up and he wanted some stuff from the 326 motoring right um they're really big in in his style which is like the frs style and things yeah. like that and their booth is huge Fuck dude. Yeah, dude so i, I went over there and getting lug nuts getting this and that and it's it's not that bad you would think that it would be a lot overpriced but the reason it's it may seem overpriced is because of the tax in the states yeah so if somebody's selling in the states in the states you're getting that japan tax on it yeah because it's all the how much it costs to get it over here you gotta ship it over and like you know course yeah but if you're buying it from the company direct dude it's really really cheap it's fair so that's cool and uh one thing i wanted to mention too is about the currency it's it's really easy to get used to yeah so say if something's like two thousand yen that's just 20 bucks yeah you just take off a couple zeros and if you're looking at it then it's extremely easy to tell what's going on um it's not quite straight as straight as that yeah but sometimes it is um, and it's always going to be floating around there. So I don't even think about it. 2000 okay, 20 bucks. You know, yeah, like yeah, even yeah, if it's yeah. a little bit of a, I mean, it's $18 or something like that. But um, it's, it is very easy to understand. Yeah. Um, makes a lot of sense. So we, we went around, we hit the show, checking everything out. And since we did get there late, we didn't get to see everything that we did want to see. Right. So after the event, we uh, jumped back on the train yep. and uh, headed back to Shibuya. Yep. And then uh, what did we do that night? Now I don't even remember. Was that when we met up with uh, Ravi's buddies? Yes, that, that was, definitely was. Okay, cool. Okay. So uh, Ravi tells us... Mm, the, RWB. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that's right. So we we traditionally go to the RWB. In Rapungi. In Rapungi. Yeah. And that's um, actually the best way to get to Rapungi from uh, Shibuya is to actually jump on bus 01. Mm -hmm. It's like four stops. Way easy. Uh, you have a Suica card. Let's go over that. So yeah, like go, little, ahead. go ahead. Little, little green card. Um, you just like load it, you throw money into it, um, and you can use it pretty much everywhere. You could use it at Seven Eleven. you can use it on the trains, you can use it on the bus, you can use it like anywhere you see the little machine, you can swipe it, you put money on it, it's like credit card, super quick. Anyway, so same thing goes the bus. So we were like, oh, we're going to do this, whatever. And then we kind of like started going there, but we weren't, we were actually on the, on the, on the city bus and I'm sorry, no, we weren't on city, we were on a train. Yeah. And then we realized like, Oh shit! It's not in. <laughs> it's Rapungi. not at the same location it's been at for it's the last at, few years. Yeah, it's at a different spot. And um, so actually, there was a picture on like IG. Yeah, and, and we saw the thing, and I'm like, oh no, that's Rapungi. I could tell it's Rapungi, but it wasn't because I didn't read the fine print. Yeah, which <laughs> nobody does. And now I'm guilty of doing the same thing. Uh, but yeah, so we're like, oh, it's actually like 45 minutes to an hour. So we just kept riding this train, and we um, finally got there. Yeah. Right? yeah it was a little trying because we we were trying to after we got out of the train we're trying to walk to this location where it's i was at um, some pizza place yeah right yeah so we're trying to find it and the gps doesn't work as well as it would if you had uh or back home or at least mine doesn't because right now my phone's on airplane mode so everything that i've been doing is through wi-fi right so it's not as spot on as it would before so like that blue dot is just floating you around yeah it kind of floats yeah. around and i i just left it on on uh on ravi to figure it out <laughs> yeah so then we get into a parking lot area right and we see some cars and it was like oh that's kind of weird there's only like a few rwbs here um kind of keep walking and then yeah. we ran into some people we knew there was larry chen we saw um who else did we run into oh fuck, 
a bunch of people. Uh, anyway, so we were, you uh, know. Chris from KW. Oh yeah, KW. Chris was yeah. there. Um, so we talked to them at first, and then um, you know, there you, you can you can pay like twenty bucks, uh, and you can go eat inside. Yeah. Um, and they're selling merch outside, so yeah, it, it was kind of cool how they set it up at. If you wanted to go eat inside, it was all you can eat. Uh, Five thousand yen for locals and twenty thousand yen, so twenty bucks for um, for people who are just visiting for the show. Right. So uh, it's kind of weird, dude. I went in there and looked at like the food that they had, and it's not normal things that would be at a pizza, pizza parlor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like what kind of? So uh, I-, I wanted to eat well and i'm like ah i don't think that i want to blow my load on this kind of yeah kind of meal right here and at this time robbie's telling us hey my buddies are here and they um i forget what we were going to do but we were going to hang out with his buddies yeah and we we're going to go eat or something yeah we were going to eat and then um his buddies coincidentally had a really nice car that because they're photographers yeah um uh, speed hunters photographers and they had what do they have? So um, they had a 2019 Rolls Royce Phantom. Yeah. So we were like, oh, this is kind of cool. And they're like, yeah. So we're gonna jump in the Phantom. I'm like, do we have space? Because there's three of us yeah. plus uh, two of them. So. I didn't want to get excited about it because Ravi was telling us, oh, they got a Phantom and stuff. And I don't know, I don't know the guys. I don't know how many guys were with it. I know most cars traditionally five people. So I'm like, oh, dude, I'm not gonna get stoked on this. Yeah, because there's gonna be like one, they're gonna have one of their friends, <laughs> and then now there's not gonna be room for all three of us, right? <laughs> yeah. So we end up um, meeting the guys, which was Ben and Mark from uh, Scene Media, yep. which uh, which run Speed Hunters. Yeah. So they're basically the backbone of Speed Hunters. Yeah. So we ended up jumping in the Phantom and rolling out with them, and uh, I felt like Rick Ross, bro dude it was pretty cool um it was neat because they knew everything about the car too yeah yeah so yeah. like uh um ben didn't know as much as mark but mark was like well versed in that yeah. car um oh what do you need to do what do you need like what do you, uh which button is here and there and he knew how to do the tv yeah and like this and um it was pretty cool because his his buddy is basically the the guy when it comes to you know the phantom marketing i'm sorry yeah the rolls royce guy for yeah. the marketing um and so he he gave him the whole briefing and you know i think they show they tell him really a lot about the car because they want him to be able to to make it look good and make the pictures and everything you know you gotta you gotta teach him how to do it right? yeah definitely so all the like crazy add-ons like apparently that car is like super loaded with options half million bucks or something like that yeah um with all the the add-ons for 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 all the interior creature comforts and stuff like that. yeah so so let, let's kind of go over it you're not one who's up for luxury cars exotic cars or anything like that uh how how did this car <laughs> change your mind um uh, it's definitely a car to be driven in yeah um i enjoyed being in the back i mean i think most of the time i was in the middle seat yeah so i didn't get the like you know all the all the comforts of of, of the lounge chairs that you guys were in uh, but I, I, I want you to be able to enjoy that. I want you Thank to experience you, bro. It was that. awesome. Dude. I'm like, cool, whatever. I'll sit and I'll sit a bitch in the center. Yeah. Back there. <laughs> I don't really care. It's just, it's a, it's a free ride. So, um, but no, it was a really, really cool car. Um, what impressed me the most, and I have seen this before, like a couple people that I, that I know have homies that have that car. Yeah. So I've seen the roof before. Um, the roof is dope. It's like you're outside. You know, it's like you guys saw my if you saw my IG, 
I was kind of posting the roof a lot because yeah. it really excited me. I think it was really neat. Uh, it was basically all these LEDs inside of the carpeting in the roof, and it looks like stars. Um, you can do like cool things with them, dim them, and light them up, and you could probably. I mean, I was thinking that um, you know if you had like a PD- PDM, yeah, and you could make it do like different outputs, and you could have it say things in the roof, and you can have the stars dance, and you could probably do yeah. like some really cool shit um, if you had the technology. But anyway, uh, the roof impressed me a lot. Um, the little like oh shit handles, yeah, that was cool. I mean, they were like really nice leather, and everything was very very comfortable and very well built and well made but i just like it was like you know the soft closing kind of feature everything like (laughs) oh when the door you press a button and the door comes and shuts (laughs) and then it and then it sucks in you know like that's a pretty typical option these days with new automobiles but that kind of shit just kind of like gets me like wow that's dope you know yeah no that whole car was just blowing my mind dude mm-hmm. and even the the stars on the roof it was cool and then we're talking to the guys and they're like oh yeah it could go brighter and we're like what yeah it was like way bright <laughs> we're like little kids dude it was cool man it it definitely made me have a new respect for rolls royce yeah for sure yeah for sure pretty cool um, and I wasn't aware that it's a um, twin turbo V12 BMW engine. Yeah, so the motor's from the BMW 7 series. Uh, so which, which makes me feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah, because you're a BMW guy. Yeah, you know? definitely. You're, I, I guess I call you a daily use BMW yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I understand what the, the power of a BMW motor is, how it feels. Yeah. And that's from an m4 you got, I, could, I could only imagine with the seven series you know yeah because yours the, is that m4 is an eight eight cylinder yeah no it's a six. Oh, yours is a six okay, and it's sorry. small okay. the displacement's small dude if i'm not mistaken it's like 3.2 okay yeah so the, so this is a, a big boy motor you oh, know yeah and um you would think that this car being a big boy car you know over 5k pounds dude that car moved it did yeah and it moves like uh in silence <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's probably a lot of mufflers on that thing dude yeah I mean, the tur the two turbos i'm sure quiet down the exhaust noise a little bit yeah uh but it's like a smooth sailing car and i don't know what gearbox i know it's an automatic of some sort it was at eight speed yeah that's automatic. what i was gonna say it just it's a just seven kinda, speed excuse me seven speed automatic yes the shifting felt like super smooth you don't feel any of the gears hit or anything like that just, yeah it, it just kind of goes the, it's almost like a cvt feel like in continuously variable style where you know they're not like dun, dun, dun. like it's just all one sweep yeah another thing that really impressed me about it was the um the infrared oh yeah 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 Yeah, so guys it has a it has the screen up front and uh there's a a mode where it's infrared so i guess it's if you're driving in the back roads or something like that it's keeping an eye on uh if a deer pops out or there's an animal in the road or something and they uh ben he tested it for us and at a crosswalk you can see the bodies moving past and it's like an orange color and it's super cool dude and uh Dude, I I fell in love. Yeah, you know? I know you're. Uh, you've already been looking at. I'm uh, already prices. looking. <laughs> yeah, because I've my my dream car is a Lamborghini. Right. Know? So, okay. Huracan, nothing super crazy. Like a Venador, I would love to have it, but I can't see myself spending three fifty 
for yeah, a car, especially right. a car that I'm not going to be able to drive that much. Yeah. Knowing that this car has a BMW motor, that makes me feel a lot better because the, like I said, the M4, I already have like 40,000 miles on it. And dude, this car still feels like brand new. Right. You know, so you could put miles on this car and we're looking it up. And uh, on the train ride today, I was oh, like, yeah. Ryan, I want, I want to get one. So I actually want a Wraith instead of a, a Phantom. But the Wraith from 2000, production 2013, so 2014 and up is the same body style. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. dude. So as long as the X, I mean, from 2014, you're it's not like you're going to have a tape player or something. In right. It. Yeah, they're going to change things. They'll probably facelift like minor. Small things, but it's not like it's like out of technology. You know, no, no. it's still going to be a good car. And then you put some 4Gs on it or something, man. I think that that would be sick. Dude. Yeah, so, uh, that'd be cool. I'm shooting high, bro. Yeah, I can um, aim high. Yeah. So uh, this is so funny, dude. We've talked for the last like 15 minutes about Rolls Royce. <laughs> I think that, that it worked, you know, subliminally preliminary marketing works. Yeah, <laughs> i know even if they only hit one customer and that's you yeah and if you did buy one well granted they're looking for people that are gonna buy probably a brand new like still 2020 car but, yeah but yeah if they turn you to the to the rolls royce side of things <laughs> then i guess they're uh that freebie car for a week that they gave yeah uh, scene media is like gonna be a worthwhile yeah no definitely and uh big shout out to, to those guys uh ben and mark man is in this industry, I've met so many people and people who would be at their stature, um, their influence level, you know, they're usually not the most friendly kind of people. Or like they're harder to like kind of, you have to break them down. Definitely. Like, you know, maybe the 10th time that you kind of hang out, then like you see that their true selves. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I totally get it. I mean, your guard's definitely high because everybody just wants something from you. But to be able to connect with somebody like a person-to-person connection and then the business being second, uh, I mean, that's that's like the best relationships that I yeah. like to, to build on, you know? Right. So when we met these guys, it was like, dude, this energy is awesome. These guys are great, you know? And they're out in uh, the UK, so uh, London and then yeah. outside of London. But anyway, we end up going to eat with these guys. Yeah, we went to sushi. Uh, they actually said, I heard the word sushi, and when I <laughs> hear the word sushi, I, uh, my ears perk up yeah. and I get all excited. So I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, sushi. Let's go to sushi. Like, I heard you say it. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's oh, go. Oh, I got this one good spot. Somebody told me, yeah, great. Yeah, put it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then they, they put it in GPS. Oh, no, wait. Before that, we mm-hmm. were headed to... Okay, so apparently what happened was they were shooting a car at RWB. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's And uh, right. what happened was Mark accidentally dropped his lens. Yeah. And it's like, you know, $2,500 lens, right? <laughs> and he yeah. shattered it on the ground. It was done. And so he couldn't finish the shoot. And Auto Salon is the next, the next day. They still has plenty of work that he yeah. has to do. So there's like big camera or something like that. Um, they're like calling and they're like do you have this model in stock? We need it. And they're like, oh, yes, yes, we have it in stock. And, you know, it's funny because it's like accents, all everything, you know, different <laughs> languages and crazy accents. And he's like, you know, does he understand? Like, oh, I think, yeah, he says he's going to hold it. Like, <laughs> fuck it, whatever. So uh, we pull up. It's like 45-minute drive because we're, you know, we're kind of far away. And yeah. We're headed towards kind of back to, Tokyo, like, uh, uh, where we live, where we're staying. And um, anyway, so we pull up. And we're in a bus lane yeah. because like, you know, like different laws kind of, and I know you, you can't do this anywhere really, but uh, we just like 
stroll right up to the front. It was close to closing time. Yeah. So it was like, it was we like, can't find somewhere to park. That's right. I you missed You just got to hop out and run. Yeah. So the driver straight, which was uh, Mark. Mark, he opens the door and just pops out of the car and just like jumps over this rail. And then these cops run up to the car. It was like instantly. Instant. <laughs> like... We put the emergency flashes on, three flashes in, and these motherfuckers are like <laughs> on us, right? Yeah. Like, oh shit. No, nah, it's it's Japan. They're gonna be chill. It's chill, like, yeah. <laughs> act stupid. Say you don't no no speak English. Sorry, I don't know, you know. I don't know, sorry, sorry. And anyway, so uh uh Ben jumps out of the car because he's like, Oh shit, I need to go jump in the driver's seat and like pull the car away. They're like, No, no, no. So Mark runs away. They don't they don't chase him or anything. Yeah. They almost they almost did like a little switcheroo where maybe he thought it was the same guy or so, I don't even know. It was <laughs> yeah. weird. But then the, the the cop ran over and and greeted Ben and was like, you know, let me see your driver's license. Like, you know, kind of started yelling at him and stuff and he goes, "Oh, it's in the trunk." You're like, "Okay." So then he opens the trunk and then, you know, he's handing he's standing very politely with his hands behind his back and teach and, you know, kind of bowing and t- talking to the now then two police officers. Yeah. And man, it was like they were yelling at him. Yeah, dude, it was way ra- more extreme than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be like, what are you doing? You can't be in this. Okay, this go. Is, yeah, yeah, get out of here. Go, go, go. No, yeah. it was like, it was like, you know, do you understand the rules of the road? Like, I thought he, there was a chance that they were going to like arrest him. Yeah, it, it was, the energy was definitely a lot more harsh right. than I'm used to here in Japan. And then Ravi was trying to take selfies of, <laughs> of himself with the cops and ben in the background to try to get like a good picture to send him right <laughs> and it was like oh we're kind of having fun because we're like in the back of this we're chilling in this phantom, oh, we're dude. Chilling in the phantom. <laughs> and then you know we're making jokes like oh pretend like you're like somebody like put your put some, like cover your face and like they're all looking in and and apparently dude that's like a that car is like a fishbowl yeah dude you see in yeah it's pretty weird um i didn't really realize until like uh, later on all these people are looking at anyway so um it, it is like a fishbowl it's very strange so they're like looking in and looking at us who's these guys and what are they doing you know car the doors are opening like suicide style yeah they're probably like what the heck is this thing? yeah um and what are these guys doing so let's see after that so then we went to go eat yeah so then we sit down to go eat and uh ravi is um an advertiser on speed hunter so they're they're talking business and which was really cool too that they also involved us in the conversation yeah and it wasn't like um oh we don't want you to know these figures and this is like internal information yeah it was just like yeah dude whatever fucking this is how it is and very inviting yeah like nothing was Nothing was off. It was just dope. Huh? Yeah. Straight conversation. Everything was really good. Um, but yeah, so we we had food with them. We had sushi. And then they actually just dropped us off at the hotel, right? Well, we were walking back to the car. And then Ben's telling us about this like awesome ice cream that oh, he's had before. Forgot. So, forgot. Yes, so we course. go into the uh, into the family mart. And he just grabs like a whole handful of these ice creams. <laughs> yeah. And it was this... Uh, on the outside was kind of like waffle shaped um i think maybe the same te- um material or food as a, a waffle cone sure it was like a waffle on the outside and then it had the vanilla ice cream yeah. but then it had like a chocolate uh crunchy 
just chocolate sliver yeah it was good dude yeah so we all had the ice cream and just cheersing we're cheersing with the ice cream so everybody was fucking good it was dope man we're having a great time you know um so they end up dropping us off back at the hotel which is dope man we were like door-to-door service yeah and definitely uh, felt the role of uh being a passenger yeah in a phantom at that point yeah so shout out to them man really cool so then we end up um going back to the hotel just passing out Mm -hmm. or whatever and then uh same thing again end up waking up again and uh you before me uh, yeah you're really good at waking up in the morning <laughs> uh, uh i guess so yeah <laughs> me uh ash could attest to this like i would probably just keep sleeping forever yeah you know because every day i have something to do back at home you got to get up you got to go to work so when i have those days where i don't have nothing to do i'm just like chilling yeah but we still had auto salon right to do right. so we end up coming this is saturday we end up going to auto salon which is the uh the second day so remember what i was saying about the uh the disney exit so the train is packed guys dude and um, fucking packed the the culture of japan is extremely polite very nice um but not on the train yeah on the train it's like every man woman for themselves uh they will push you out of the way they'll you know like you (laughs) cram your ass in that thing they just like they'll literally have the like little guard like out you know staff like pushing Pushing, you into the thing packing your ass in there so they can get the doors closed yeah and that would never happen in new york no everybody would be fighting yeah so it, it's kind of like those videos in india where people are just like on the roofs and holding on yeah to the it's side like and that stuff. it's close to that very close to yeah that. so so it makes for a, a very miserable trip yeah so we're packed inside of there and we're thinking oh cool we're coming cl- close to disney this shit's gonna clear out and nope yeah still packed (laughs) didn't clear out man saturday so friday i don't know um if is it just media on friday yeah friday for the first half of the day got you at two o'clock is when it opens up for public right got you got you yeah so um definitely definitely a lot more people and that's the reason that i say to come on friday take care of everything that you can yeah even if you don't have media just right. come at even if two it's o'clock two. it's from two to seven yeah. right five hours you can hit that one big hall definitely yeah and then you come back on saturday you do that small haul and then run through any else anything else that you need to do. that's a good plan definitely. yeah so um we're coming and um we actually didn't have access this time because it's just a lot more crazy uh yeah. yasu wasn't able to get us in so me being a criminal i'm just trying to th- walk in there just trying to think of ways that we could just like cut we could go through <laughs> and ravi tried to bring us in with his uh with his pass and nope so, they were uh, like, uh, yeah, it's not three people for <laughs> one. It's each person must have a pass. Yeah. He spoke very good English and told us exactly that, that yeah. each person must have he knew. one pass. He knew what yeah. we were trying to do. So then we go and uh, it's not hard to get tickets. We go in the ticket line. And this is another thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, the ticket was only, what, 30 bucks? Yeah, no more than 30 bucks. Yeah. So it's nothing, guys. Yeah. You and know? It, I think if you buy it online on their website ahead of time because i figure we'll just probably you know we'll we'll wing it we'll get in yeah we'll figure um, it out but you know we had to buy one pass was 30 bucks it's nothing but i think it's closer to like 50 for the entire all three days if yeah. you buy it online got ahead you, of time got you, got you something like that so. so then we end up getting in there and um ravi has to go do more business because he uh he ended up getting um 
a spot in the booth of oh, what was fuck. the distributors there name? it's it's kind of like the turn 14 of japan uh very big deal though yeah i feel bad uh hashimoto 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 so um robbie with csf is linked up with hashimoto and they managed to give him a, a display area which turned out to be pretty big dude. yeah it was cool it was uh, at least like three full-size uh radiators and then they have like the the cooler for the m3 m4 bmw thing right so um i, w- I was super happy for him dude yeah it, he, that's awesome man he was like one fourth of that of that um booth basically yeah 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 really cool so uh and his car was supposed to be there right in the booth if you guys aren't familiar with it it's the evo 10 uh white one that was rywire had his hands all over that thing okay everybody we're gonna take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be back in one minute yo what's up fool make sure you check out downstar for all of your dress up knees Get it popping over here. We have all the kits for the K series, the B series, the transmission, the mounts, the engine, the Toro baby. We have the hardware for the seats, for the stereo. We got it for the speakers. We got it for the lug nuts. We got it for the air valves. We got it for everything, dog. So you make sure you hit us up at downstarring.com or you call us up, fool. You can even text us, lame. 818-937-3472. Just shoot us a text and tell us what's up, dog. I need some fuck balls in this bitch hit us up downstarring.com hey and if you got an instagram slide in our fucking dm at downstar wait hit up the homie frank underscore downstar he's the one that takes care of all the dms hit that level up and shoot him a message and he'll get you all taken care of real nicely yeah i did a bunch of work on that you know we we, we wired it plumbed it um, sorted out all the electronics and stuff like that. But um, at the last event, so Ravi's been pretty serious about circuit racing and also the top speed racing. So he's been doing that and he's been pretty successful with those, the speed trial events, but not, um, hadn't really done much circuit. So he's like, all right, let's, let's get this thing on the circuit track. He had Michael Essa behind the wheel, which is a professional drift driver. Also grip, you know, he can, he can race whatever, uh, very good driver. And, um, yeah, so that we, you know, he, he had it all set to maybe like, it was a competitive, like it was a competitive setup. Mm -hmm. I think that he, he could have like even won the event, but, uh, he actually had a fuel line come up, come loose. And, uh, right basically at, I feel like almost guilty, but it's not even possible that it was my fault. (laughs) Uh, We, uh, we, on the dyno, there was like a little, like, uh, in like a fluctuation with fuel. Uh Uh-huh. And what we, what the, one of the tuners said was, Hey, you know, I think it needs a pulsation damper. So we bought a pulsation damper. I put it in and it's like a little thing to basically just not have inconsistencies in the fuel pressures. Mm -hmm. So I threaded it on there and I tightened it all up and everything. And like, um, that fitting ended up loosening, you -hmm. know, this was like, I I put it in like eight months ago and it's done racing since, but I just say that because I did touch that part. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. So, uh, that, that piece somehow loosened itself up and with, and they run really high fuel pressure, like hundred PSI when, you know, like it's at full boost and stuff like that. So it's even higher than a hundred. So you have a hundred and let's say 20 PSI. That's just like waiting for any fucking little hole to trying to get out. Trying to get out. So, um, 
because that line, you know, maybe it was the front forward, backward, the hard braking and the hard acceleration, maybe like that back and forth, back and forth, somehow loosen that fitting a little bit. Yeah. And nobody noticed it and it actually came off. And when you know, when fuel hits exhaust manifold, that equals fire. So, um, the car actually, the engine bay, like pretty much halfway, like burned down. Yeah. Uh, super sad. And I know like that car had a lot invested in it. Um, fortunately the main thing that it took out bunch of sensors. So, you know, like, you know, you have ID 1700s that that shit's fucking melted to the wiring harness. Like that's a not good. Those are but, scrapped. Oh yeah. Injectors were done. Wide band sensor was done. Fuel pressure, temperature sensors, all this stuff was just done. So that's, you know, you're probably two G's in in sensors, and then the wiring harness burned down because that's going to be the first thing to burn. Mm -hmm. Because if you have a fire, you know, like the titanium manifold's going to be cool. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But the but the 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 fuel pl uh, plumbing hoses. So a lot of those XRP hoses burned down, like the the boost lines and stuff like that. And then the wiring harness was toast like quick. Yeah. So the reason that I bring that up, it was very unfortunate that yeah. that happened because that car was supposed to be here right. at Auto Salon in the Hashimoto booth. Yeah. So Hashimoto actually had this huge, did you see the lights? Too? Yeah. They had it all set up for lights. You know, that's not cheap. Like they, they have mad money in this booth. Super dope. Uh, but yeah, Robbie's car was going to get shipped over on a boat and it was going to be right there at the Hashimoto booth and it was going to be fucking rad. Yeah. But because the car, you know, cosmetically doesn't look good and they had, we have to get it done for this next year. Um, they never shipped it over. Yeah. So, um, it, it was nice for him to have that set up right there. Cause, yeah. uh, it's just, this is an honorable thing to be, you know, this far away from home and to have a setup there. So he's, he's there with his, with his, in his uniform and everything, talking to customers, yep. you know, spreading the word, man. Ravi is, is an extremely well businessman. Mm -hmm. Um, he holds himself very well and, uh, it was dope for him. So I, I was happy to see that work out for him. Yeah. You know, it would have been nice for everything to work out. Sure. But this isn't the last year that they're having auto salon. Yeah. And it's not the last year that it's not like that the car's not invited back Definitely. next year. So we're going to work really hard, get the car racing this year and then have it um, come back for next year. Yeah. Which will not only be a good thing for CSF, but that'll be a good thing for you and for me and for as you, well, because yeah. we'll have something to, uh, display the products that we do offer. And there's not really any, not, okay. There's not very much American influence here at the auto salon. Yeah. Um, I don't know of any U S cars that are here. Do you mm, No. I don't remember seeing any, you know, U S specific builders or anything like that. So, um, you know, guys that are on that car, uh, U.S. companies like yourself, myself, Rotaforum, um, LTMW, uh, you know, the guys that did um, the body kits, you know, everybody, yeah. everybody that's that's done work on that car. Um, we're going to all be able to now have support and we'll be able to bring our U.S. tuning culture, a Definitely. properly built dope ass Evo to Auto Salon. So next year i'm really looking forward to that yeah dude i'm super excited about that and i'm glad that you bring up um you know ltmw because mm, right. we uh we're at the uh the liberty walk booth yep so we went to the liberty walk booth and they always do crazy stuff oh, every yeah. year they have something new um as, as big as you think liberty walk is in the states uh it's it's 
way bigger way here bigger in here. Japan. Yeah. And I can't say that for all brands. Um, there's right. a, there's a lot of brands here in at Auto Salon which uh, have very small booths, nothing really crazy done to them. Yet back home, that they're they're There's extremely something. popular. Yeah, yeah. Right. So Liberty Walk has maybe like I can't even think of the square footage, but the big booth. It is huge. Both sides. From, Both sides. Like, they got they got like pretty much. I think the biggest they sell, like the biggest that Auto Salon will give, and then they have a bunch of um, spots for their their other cars like if you guys see the black nsx and then the the bape uh L- the, yeah, yeah the huracan so, yeah so those are like another like 12 spots that are <laughs> that are like right next to that booth yeah and those are all their like normal cars that you know in in any other c- uh, circumstance you'd think that that would be the focal point cars <laughs> yeah. but then they have crazier cars another like four or five or something like that yeah like um the gtr r34 yeah. with a L series carbureted, you know, Dodson. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's got, dude, they, they, they basically want to just wow you and do the most crazy off the wall shit. Uh, uh, maybe it's to create conversation because definitely that motor setup would create conversation. Cause it's like, why would you do that? Yeah. Use you know? like old, old technology carbureted in such a like, modern newer car and that could land over to the point that i was making earlier that maybe some of the stuff on the inside isn't really as focal point to yeah, the outside right the outside is insane dude. yeah the outside was crazy so it's like a new style kit that they're trying to do that's like more like gt style yeah so uh so we ended up getting to the booth uh you had to use the restroom oh that was funny yeah (laughs) so you didn't get to be inside of the area when they were gonna do the the release of both of these cars so um, i didn't really care too i was like whatever dude so so long from ltmw he he got us into the back right there and we were able to that's when i was live just videoing these cars mm. um the release of them in the r30 i should have went on your live and then i would have <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> but the uh the r35 that they did come out with that shit was insane mm. dude yeah like the whole the whole body was dry carbon and it was just it was, it was such a great looking car you know um and then they had the uh the new wheels from a ld97 so um so long and rich from LTMW, they have a wheel line as well, mm-hmm. which is the LD97 wheels. And dude, those are sick, man. They had them all on display, and and it was like a, the the two tone. So it was gloss black and then matte black, and all the cars had that those wheels. And it's like fuck. Yeah, I, um, you know, we we've seen the gloss black and matte black before, but on like all the cars, and then like in the backdrop it looked fucking cool it, it did. just looked really fucking good it did and uh liberty walk it seems like they're changing their image um for the past few years and ever since they've been around it, it was more of like the uh i want to say maybe a urban style feel to it yeah now it has like a mid-century <laughs> yeah. like modern kind of feel with yeah. like they did all black booth it was all blacked out and then they had like a cavity kind of look where the people would kind of stand in you know more space and then it was all illuminated like kind of surround lighting and then they had like lateral um uh wood wood boards wood decking or whatever in the back so it definitely had that like really cool vibe uh definitely more like modern upscale uh rather than like 
the streetwear tagging kind of yeah. style that I think that they had in the past. Definitely. So I'm in, interested to see where they're going to take the brand. Um, this year was a lot different than the past. And that, that was the first thing that came to my mind when I seen the booth. I was like, whoa, is this Liberty Walk right here? And it, it was it was a really nice setup that they had. And of course, the cars are dope. And one thing that I, I do like about that company is that they do the they always build a new car or a couple cars for the event. Uh, there's always so much hype to it and they they just build the build and build yeah and it's covered and it's just they market themselves very well they do they sure do yeah so they're they're releasing the cars pull off one and then uh kato's talking to the uh the announcer guy and i don't know what they're saying but But they're very loud and very (laughs) (laughs) both of them are loud and both of them are talking a mile a minute so uh, I don't know what's going on, but everybody was uh, was pretty excited from it. And yeah. as far as merch wise, dude, they have so much merch, man. They are killing it, dude. I'm um, sure because that booth is never empty. It's it's always it's always on fire, man. And so. then they they dr- they drop some collabo or something like oh, yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah. And so it, they like, did instantly. A, yeah, so they did a collabo with Antisocial Social Club. Okay. Um, and uh, I was talking to Rich from LTMW, and he said that it sold out in ten minutes. Yeah. And they had like six huge boxes full of the merch and selling out in ten minutes. I'm like, damn, bro. Yeah. Caking, you know, but. I mean, you got to take those kind of risk, you know, not building those cars and having them or whatever. It's not cheap. You right. Know? Right. And, and it, I mean, that booth was not cheap. Hell and, no. And like, you know, normally when when we're in this industry, I mean, I, I'm not even to the point where I have a booth, but like, you know, guys that I know that that do own their companies and they're like, you know, oh, man, my booths, it's two years old and. Uh, I either have to rebuild it or I need to get another one. And, oh, it's like $100,000. Yeah. Like, fuck, man. These numbers are crazy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he probably spent mad loot on that Hell booth. yeah. And he just did a booth. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like all those, all that revenue of the whole thing is just paying for like next year's booth or whatever. Yeah. It's like uh, you have to, you, you, you look at it like, God, these guys are making money, but they're also spending fuck tons of money. And that's the thing. You got to spend money to make money, dude. You know, if they, right. if they were to stick with the same thing that they've been doing for the years, I mean, it's still going to get attention, but not as much. Right. But revamping your company every year, it's like, wow. Dude. Yeah. And you're right about that, about having other cars, because it wasn't just the four that was in the booth. Dude, next to that, the eight by Bathing Ape collabo uh, Huracan that they did, there was other cars right there. Yeah, like, like God damn, bro. And a new NSX kit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So they came out with a Liberty Walk NSX kit, which was pretty cool, man. I, it was cool. I, I did like yeah. that. Um, but, you know, me being a Honda guy, you would think that I'm just dedicated to that. But my favorite car of the event was um, the, uh, the Rolls Royce, uh, what is it? The Cullinan? Oh right, right, right. <laughs> With uh, what is that company called? The the body kit company, Missouri. Mizu- Missouri. Um, oh my god, I should know, but I'm just just not my. I'm not my in my thing. rapper shit, but I need to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that that was, I know it's like a hundred G's for like a lip kit, but <laughs> <laughs> that that was my favorite car of the show. I loved it, dude. Um, but it was cool, man. It, what what stuck out to you at the event? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Um, well. I've been really intrigued with like electric stuff. Yeah. And there was only one this year that I noticed 
And some guy did like a MK3 Supra. Gotcha. With like an electric motor. But granted, I'm not trying to hate, but it was very simply done. Yeah. It was like a four battery setup, very small little motor. And then he made like a little adapter plate to a gearbox. And maybe it was like, I don't know, like you just, you know, multi-speeds or if you just you put it in like third or something. I'm not really sure like any of the details, but it just didn't look like um very well done yeah the car was cool though because it was like your normal tuner car like on the outside looked great but he like ev'd it uh which that definitely stood out yeah not saying that it was like my favorite car but it stood out to me um that like ek civic stood out because it was so different um i don't know man yeah, I, I couldn't really pinpoint one either. You know, that Cullinan, it was nothing really fancy done besides the kit, but I just, just I just love it. You know, yeah. big wheels, kit on it, and it's just something I could see myself whipping one of these days. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I love that, the the Ape by Bathing Ape collabo with a, um, Liberty Walk. I love that. And basically, it's just like a Liberty Walk Huracan with a dope-ass rap yeah. on it. But There, there was a ton of... Um um like rotary powered cars yeah the rotary is really big here so there were some rx7s that were really nice there was a hakusuka um that was really nice uh that like it was like a interesting color and ravi's like dude paint your car this color it was like really cool it was like this uh, kind of a gray kind of a green kind of a i don't know it was interesting yeah uh, maybe I'll, I'll post it on my ig or something um to just show you guys the color, the color. The, just think about the cleanest hako, like very simply done, but in this in this wild color that's different when you look at it. But not like a, not like chameleon, because it wasn't yeah, that it no. wasn't that crazy. It yeah. was just under light, it would be kind of like one color and then another. It, it was it was pretty rad. It, that it didn't even register to me until you guys pointed it out. So mm. yeah, I get what you're saying. It's not like the paint job was. Uh, a rainbow paint job or anything like that right. but it was just it was it was so deep that it changes in a lot of different it light. was really nice and it was dope i really liked that they had just the windows all blacked out on that yeah and everything just it, it just looked right on it uh one thing that did stand out to me as well and um i seen it last year but it kind of just didn't click is all those those little Suzuki's, dude. Yeah, the Jimmy's. Yeah, the Jimmy's. The, the little um, ones. I think I kind of fell in love with it when I saw the uh, the Gretty one at yeah, SEMA, SEMA yeah. which was actually here as yeah, well. Yeah, it was. Not it only was. that one, they did another one. There was like two of them by I, Gretty. So from what I was sort of heard through the grapevine is that Gretty and or the companies that are on board with that car mm-hmm. they're they're creating multiple mm. so it's like a fleet of them that they're either for sale or whatever but they're but they're doing a bunch of those cars is it going to be in the states available um, in the states i believe so no shit and do you know for a fact that that was the one the one from sema is in fact the one that's here i don't know for a fact okay. but i'm pretty sure i mean it looked just it, like it right but but if they are doing a whole fleet yeah, it of could those, be a different one you're then right it's, then it's like this this just in that fleet um i don't know the details but i'm sure like kenji could tell us exactly but yeah. i just don't know but yeah and um they look like little g-wagons dude fucking sick yeah and we even saw one driving around and i was like dude that looks rad it's like the k the k car um uh styling because it's mini right but then it's you know yeah little jimmies yeah they're cool so then being at the show um i ended up running into one of my buddies um 
Jordan, and Jordan's one of my friends from Maui. So mm-hmm. this was his first time in uh, in Tokyo, and then first time at Auto Salon. And uh, it was cool to hang out with him because he always takes care of me when we go to Maui. Yeah, so, we bumped into a lot of people. Yeah, 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 definitely. So I uh, ended up having lunch with him. And um, then we come back to the show and it was pretty much about time to go. Right. Um, finished up the show. There wasn't much else that we needed to see. Ran into a couple people, like you were saying. I uh, had a good conversation with Charleston from ASR. Shout mm-hmm. out to him. And then it, it's always like that, you know, at Auto Salon and even SEMA as well. You see somebody have a quick combo. And, and they're local to you. Like Charleston <laughs> yeah. is not far from you by any means, right? Yeah. But then you, you know, when you're over here, you kind of have that connection. Everybody's like wants to see the people in the industry and talk and stuff. So you'll end up having these like conversations that, you know, or maybe a business deal or figure out how you can collaborate with someone definitely at an event like this. Um, it's just, it's weird, but that's just the vibe. Everybody's working hard. They want to, they, they, I think everybody's inspired. Yeah. So they're like thinking for the next thing. Like, yeah. like we were doing that the whole damn trip. Hell yeah. Like, and, uh, exp- and like trying to get inspired, trying to figure out what's next, trying to figure out how we can grow our business or, f- you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I, I always kind of tell, like I tell my girl, like I don't really get, much business from auto salon Mm -hmm. but because everybody's here um things happen yeah right and i i also feel like you're taken more serious on a different level and i take people more seriously on a different level if they do come out to auto salon yeah it shows commitment yeah it definitely does because you're breaking it down it's not a cost thing uh we can we can break down the whole total if we add it up or something post it on social media later like actually what we did spend right you're talking maybe like 2500 bucks from flight to hotel to to auto salon to everything yeah i mean dude it could probably be 2000 to be honest. yeah it depends on how if you want to have a room like ravi you know it could be a lot cheaper but somebody who who can invest like 2000 bucks to make it out here to uh get inspired you know it it shows me the way the people that I do want to do business with because yeah. these guys are more serious than just taking advantage of whatever shows that we do have locally. Mm-hmm. And uh, any young business owners or anybody that's in the industry now, that's the way that I perceive it. I don't know if that's the way you perceive I it, do. but it it's it just makes sense, you know. So if there's companies that are based out of California and they don't even travel around the country. Yeah, that's cool. You know, you keep doing your thing, but it, it's it puts you in a different category. It does. And even when I see people out here that aren't, they don't have businesses or aren't or really like in your, your buddy from yeah, Maui, Jordan, right? Yeah, like, like when I see them, like, dude, that's that's so inspiring that you could come out here and you don't even have a business. And, and like, no, I don't think he was writing solo too. Yeah. So that's another thing you got to think of. Like, yeah, I mean, you're maybe all you know, you ultimately want all your buddies to come out, right? Yeah. Like you want it to be this big thing. All the homies are here. Uh, try to get all your, your dudes enjoy this thing with you. But maybe you, a lot of your friends aren't in the right financial situation. They got work. They can't, whatever. They can't leave the country, the fuck yeah. out, you know? And then it's like, well, okay, I can or whatever. Just go and just do it and ride solo. And that's actually a huge challenge in life. And I think, I think a guy like that would, 
would actually learn something about himself at definitely. the end of that trip. Yeah, definitely. And that when we went to lunch, I was having that conversation yeah. with him. I'm like, dude, it says so much that you were able to do just do that yeah. by yourself. You know, just you don't, up and leave. Yeah, you don't let other things hold you back. And that's so easy to be held back. Like, oh, me and me and Ryan were supposed to go, but then Ryan can't go now. So I guess I'm not going to go. It's yeah. like, no, you can go. Yeah. You, know, you get to figure out yourself, figure out your strengths, your weaknesses, the things that you're good at, the things that you're not and then build on top of that and then he and i had a conversation as well and i'm like dude if you want to do something like we can work out something where you uh, where you sell downstar you promote downstar and you could just start right there yeah you know and it's just i wouldn't have given him that opportunity if he's just living in maui yeah so like l let's just say for example that he came out here he rode rode solo out here he met up with you. He's been wanting to meet up with you, whatever, right? And then you give him an opportunity like that just because you could tell his commitment. Yeah. And then who knows what that could start. Definitely. He could fucking open up a shop because of it. Do you know what I'm saying? No, like, definitely. And since you see that as well, what if he does end up and he gets more capital? Hey, I want to do like a buy-in with you, Ryan, or something, you know? Yeah. And it's to have somebody on the island that knows everybody and is part of the community you know that's a lot of value to us yeah just even if if you just if it's almost like a self-proclaimed uh uh brand representative definitely you know what definitely. i mean then cool yeah man and that's that would have never happened if he didn't make that opportunity right you know? and, so, and, and who knows there's probably 10 more of those cool opportunities yeah like, you know, you, you, you got to talk to some people for some potential Yeah, uh, that could be, that could, it could change your entire business. Yeah, definitely, man. And I can, I can see those steps going and I, and if I wasn't at this event, if I didn't get to meet these guys, it, it might never happen. Yeah. You know, I could be just be sending blind emails and the guys are going to say, ah, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. But once you're there and they, oh, you, you know, that guy, oh, cool. You, you're laughing. And it's just like they take you seriously on a different type of level. So mm -hmm. uh, it trickles down. Definitely. You know, you do that to this guy and then this giant, you know, head honcho of this big ass company does that to you. Yeah. And then everybody like it everybody gains something out of it pretty, i think what wild. i've what i've been saying a lot on this trip is i i really like to plant seeds mm -hmm. you know um figuratively speaking we have so many seeds that we could just plant wherever it doesn't matter um it, yeah you have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations you have to be able to see opportunities that aren't like me 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 you yeah. know uh, you have to be able to make those opportunities but dude i've i have Anything that I'm successful at right now is a seed that I've planted right so long ago. Yeah. Even this relationship that you and I have, you know, uh, we know so many of the same people and they don't have the relationship with me or you that you and I have. Right. But it, I think it may have even started at SEMA when we just said, ah, fuck it, let's stay together. You oh, know? yeah. Just us being, you know, just like, ah, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. And just going from there and there and then goes to Auto Salon and now we're four years deep. And yeah. dude, I, I think you and I have things that we're going to work on this year to, to build even more. Yeah. And it's great to have somebody like you that I could throw ideas at and I feel comfortable talking about it. Same, yeah. And, and I like the 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 bluntness that you have you know yeah we could have these conversations and i tell you my point of view you tell me yours and we go back and forth back and forth instead of me telling you something oh you 
know, that's cool, you know, and not feeding it because with both of our energies together and especially with Ravi, all of our energies together, we're just like cooking, bro. Yeah. It was crazy the amount of ideas. Like, you know, Ravi has a very successful business. Um, He is doing things differently than you maybe. But it's just and differently than me, and I'm doing differently, differently, different things than you. Yeah. Uh, but like the the fact that he could just go like, dude, Frank, uh, what about this idea? Yeah. And then you're like, you know, and he starts something out. It just turns in this giant thing, and then he says stuff for me and you, and I talk to you about things. And dude, it's pretty crazy. Like the conversations that we have about business, kind of internal things, and. And the the amount of information that we all know about each other's yeah. business is pretty interesting, and it is, and it's and it's nothing that I would ever put out there. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I'm very I'm very private about right. my business, you know, the funds that we're making or whatever. But it's it's like when you when you have people like yourself or like Ravi, it's we're not competing against each other. Yeah, we're we're not like flossing on each other or anything like that. Because if we all wanted to, we could do whatever we want we could do the same thing that everybody else is doing like i could do what you're doing you could do what i'm doing ravi could do what both of us are doing and it's like we're not trying to ball out on each other yeah we understand that like it takes a community of thoughts to get to that next level the reason that i got to the level that i'm at right now is because i have these conversations with people and i'm like i'm i'm very um I'm very humbled. Like, dude, this is what I do. I don't know. How do I get to the next level? Yeah. What do I got to do? Instead of me being like, yo, you know, I'm the shit or whatever. Like all of us, we could just keep running our business, how we're doing it right now and succeed. Yeah. And we forever. don't, we're not faking the funk to each other. Yeah. I'm not over here trying to like tell you that I'm doing this and that and I'm talking to this person and it's going to be this crazy collaboration. And yeah, no, we're just like, yeah, we're all, we're all struggling in our own way. And we're all trying to grow something to be something that, that, you know, the way that we see it. Yeah. Right. And, and we're all trying to get there. We're all trying to do it. So yeah, you know, Ravi really gave you a lot of suggestions. Yeah. He always gives me suggestions on things. And I look up to him because his business is a, is a bigger, you know, business than mine. Yeah. And maybe mine's a little bit bigger than yours, but it's different in different ways. And you do things that are probably uh, have you you could probably grow faster because you do certain things and then maybe Ravi thinks that he grows faster because he does certain things right yeah uh, but being able to share all that information it really like opens your mind up to the possibilities and how to be able to grow and we would have never had any of these conversations if we weren't in this intimate situation yeah because auto salon yeah because like a text message when you have time there's gaps in between and but where we're all sitting on like a train packed in like sardines (laughs) and we're just like dude you know what you should do you should hit this dude up you should go over to that booth right now and talk to them and tell them that this and i'll walk over there with you and then it's like oh shit that this my business is just my head just exploded. Yeah. There's so much potential. And it's so strategic too. It's like, yeah, dude, I'll, I'll drop him a line later and then I'll, I'll talk to him later. So these people are on the other side. They don't know what's going on. And they're like, yeah, yeah I met this dude. And there's like, what? The name popped up again. What the hell? And the name popped up again. And all of these people, that person respects their opinion. Yeah. You know, and I wouldn't have the relationship with all those people if they didn't see the the genuine side of yeah. me. If I wasn't trying to stun on them and shit, you know? If I was just like a douchebag, they 
people wouldn't be fucking with me and vice versa exactly you know true so uh the show was a success we end up taking off from the show um coming back to uh to shibuya um and then we were gonna go to that meet right in the uh daikoku yeah that's right that's right yeah yeah we planned on doing the daikoku pa um uh, the parking area uh, which is the really cool one where it's really hard to get to, but it's like kind of halfway between uh, Tokyo and Yokohama. And on that path, when you're exiting the city, uh, there's a crazy like parking area for like truckers. Yeah. And it's this massive like overpass, multi-height, like super tall, kind of circular, like spinning downward <laughs> yeah. pass. And so if you guys see like... Uh, Japanese parking lot meets where there's it's like they do a cars and coffee there because you know the coffee is all their warm vending machines um, and there's the really cool you could just see all the different levels of highway spinning around so if you see um, that in the background that's that's the Daikoku uh, exit if you will yeah so we end up um, Robbie says hey do you want to uh, hang out with the guys from um speed hunters again and he said you want to hang out with the guys from speed yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> say yes yeah for, for one those guys are awesome and for two is like i would love to go to that meet and we probably wouldn't be able to make it to that meet because we didn't have a car yeah you need a car you need a car to get there and uh so they end up picking us up in the phantom again which was sick dude mm-hmm. uh we rolled out in the phantom to uh to go to this meet and it was very challenging to find it uh well not to find it to, to get- it was very challenging to get the right exits yeah so like literally the f- i went there with aaron from go tuning before yeah um we drove out there and aaron you know he's good at japan and he just it was like nothing right so um we were trying to follow our gps and i was watching the guys you know in the front yeah the 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 uk guys and they were like oh okay they're really good you could tell like they know what they're doing but if you do one exit wrong where there's it's just split 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 and if you make one wrong split like a left and a right whatever um if your gps is off at all like you were saying that it floats like crazy yeah uh you literally have to drive all the like (laughs) i'm talking like a 30 minute yeah right detour to get back to try just to try it again yeah so you're talking like 15 one way flip around 15 the other way and it, w- it was just crazy but not for us yeah i'll, I'll stay in that phantom forever dude yeah just drive us around yeah so i had some coffee right before that <laughs> and then i had like a little bite of food and like i didn't want to tell those dudes because i like really didn't want them to think that i was legit gonna like puke in their phantom <laughs> but you do what do you think we we're driving around in circles and i'm just like fuck dude i need to get out of this car so bad <laughs> probably the only time i'll ever say that i want to get out of a fucking phantom in yeah. the back of the phantom but i i was seriously gonna like spew i was not feeling well that the coffee was really strong yeah and then it was like this weird like cheese thing that ravi and i split like this sandwich yeah just to hold us over and like yeah it, I felt gross. And it could have been just spinning around in all those circles too. You know, you're going around and around and speeding up and U-turns and this and that. I had no idea, dude. I was just like, (laughs) so I got out and I was like, this is literally a breath breath of fresh air. I was like, ah, 
and there was all these cars. It was dope. Yeah, dude, it, it was really, uh, it was a really cool meet. So mm-hmm. we we go to this meet, and um, I forget what time of night it was. Maybe like nine o'clock. Probably nine when we got there. Yeah, we, we got there a little that. late, right? Hour later, like forty, yeah, something like that. What well, I thought. We got there late. Oh, true, you know? true, true. Yeah. So we get there, and cars just keep pulling up and coming and coming. And there was a lot of uh, a lot of cool things out there. Uh, a lot of uh, you know replica Kanjo style cars. Yeah, I saw some uh, cars that I I know from Osaka <laughs> that they're not the Osaka cars, right? It was pretty funny. So there's they definitely do like. They they're inspired by their own culture. Yeah. Um. It you know I don't think that. Okay, let's say let's say some guys from NorCal. Yeah. Are like on a super high level. Everybody in the whole world knows their cars. I don't think somebody from like SoCal would like make the same car. Yeah. But like a little worse and like put like the same stickers on it. Yeah. I don't think they would do that. But apparently, um, that was done here. Yeah. Um kind of surprised but it was interesting to see and you saw like the you know the same stickers Kanjo yeah. king like well, stickers do you think that these guys they're at a, a higher level like they're looked at as extreme celebrity to them so maybe replicating their car isn't as odd i see what you're saying you know so what you, I mean? what you're getting at is if somebody was like praised at like the highest level and like the highest 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 level, yeah uh, that then you know somebody at a at, okay let's call it a lower level if you will uh, would be more inclined to copy it that's the only thing that i yeah. can really think of because know? if it's kind of like this evenly matched thing or not to it's not like somebody's on a high pedestal they're just kind of you know it's all in the same scene together and yeah you wouldn't like copy their car. I mean, we look up to the the Kanjo guys from you know from the states because what they're doing is crazy. You know, they're racing and or stuff. just there. I for me, it's like I don't think I personally don't think it's crazy. Whatever. I think more if it's like a, the heritage of yeah, like these guys have been doing this for thirty years, the same way. Yeah, and they, you know, are finally kind of getting their their notice. Yeah, you know they they spend a lot of time on their cars, yeah. and it's passion, and it's more than just for clicks. No, definitely, definitely. It's because they firmly, firmly believe in the Honda Civic. Yeah, know? so I, I I think for us to actually really grasp it, we would have to know the Japanese uh, culture yeah. uh, of the the regular enthusiast yeah you know because we know a lot of the japanese guys but these are like the movers and the shakers they're not like the 16 year old kid so i don't know how the 16 year old kid looks at those guys you know and just wants to emulate anything possible sure of them that they could yeah but uh that meat was pretty cool did you see anything there that really stuck out um you know i i do like porsches a lot and there was like a 72 I don't know if it was a real, like, legit RS. Mm-hmm. I, I guess I'm just not. Um, I just don't know enough about like all those genuine, like, and what's what they have available for fakes and stuff like that. But what looked to be like a 72 RS, yeah, like 911 air cooled RS, which was fucking clean. It was yeah. white with like the blue accents, and it was so nice, so nicely done. Um, and then there was some. Uh, 
oh my god now the the kind of car is is escaping me but like it's an evo 2 basically mm, mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. i really really like them and i would i and i just feel stupid that i can't remember mm. the exact name of everything right now but uh um there was like three of them in a row but yeah. some of them were a little different and stuff like that i'm not and i just don't know too much about those but stupid clean there was like this blue one that was perfect i was i have some pictures maybe i should post some for him at least in my story uh, but yeah, the, I'd say the 72 RS was dope. There was, um, those, e- those old school, like Evos. Um, there was, what else did I like? I like the fact this is typical of Japan. You have like a white DC five and then a white DC two. And then they kind of like, you know, both be type R's let's say. And they kind of do that a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember my first time coming to Japan when I go to parking lots, it would be like, a red DC two R and a yellow DC two R. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be like a white DC five and a white DC. Oh, really? And then I was noticing that a lot. Like they'd have like kind of the same kind of cars. The guys like knew each other and they parked together. Yeah. Right. So it was neat seeing those little clumps. Um, so I, I, I did appreciate that part of it where it's like, Oh, there's those cars and those cars, yeah. and those cars and they're in little pockets and they're, they're parking next to each other. Uh, but there's a bunch of cool rotaries. Um, I always, I always like to see the rotaries. I would never in my wildest ever want to work on a rotary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be like a nightmare for me. But like, uh, I like to see the cars and they sound cool and stuff. So there's a lot of like RX sevens and stuff like that. Um, I yep, like the yep. car that they were shooting for speed hunters that, uh, that eight series. Oh yeah. The, that BMW was really cool. Yeah. It was the older, like sharp nose kind of one. I don't know what year it was, but um, yeah. I think that it's the one um, that was in uh, the the movie Paid in Full. I don't know if you ever seen the movie Paid I, in I Full. I missed that, but it was that that movie is like a, a movie with uh, the rapper Cameron, and um, there's a part where Dame Dash uh, he's just flossing and he's in the hood and he's in that car, and I'm like, dude, that that shit is sick, bro. So it could have been like uh, maybe mid late 90s i don't know i don't i don't it's, know yeah i think they're like late 90s or i don't know what what kind it was but that car was pretty sick yeah they were shooting and um when they were shooting it dude i'm like bro you guys are shooting for speed hunters but it's just what they're doing it just seems so easy yeah in, he in, was making short work of it too in my head when you do a photo shoot it's just like so much more than than that but they had the the stick. They're doing the the long exposure, doing this, and then boop, boop, five minutes, ten minutes later, shoot's done. Yeah, and I'm excited to see see what those pics look like when they come out. Yeah, like you know how when you think of a photography session, you go like, okay, do like all these pictures, and then some of them are going to be like a waste because they don't turn out good. Um, you know, like a bad angle or maybe like a bad backdrop or something like that. They already know the shoots, the shots they want. Yeah, they want this shot, this shot, this shot. Four, four or five shots yeah right and then they just go click 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 they do all these like different light um over different parts of the car and then i think don't quote me on this but i think that they just like overlay all those pictures and then just edit out whatever needs to be edited out yeah that's why when people walk behind or whatever walk yeah. by he's not really tripping because it's just they're using all the different shots as highlights and they put them all together and i know that like that's how you're able to make it look like like, how do you get that lighting so good, consistent? Because they literally do multiple shots. Yeah. They do multiple whatever. But I, like I said, I don't know hardly anything about photography. But that's what I've noticed when they do these kind of shoots. Yeah. I really like that light bar that he had. Yeah, the fucking Jedi nightstick. <laughs> yeah. So basically what it was was maybe like... Uh, 
36 inch light bar on like a, a monopod you know and you're just just yeah. wanding it over i'm like dude that's sick man I, I think a lot of things with photography is really that you have to have a good technique and a good eye and um just use the tools that you do have and that that was a pretty cool one i like that yeah dude they so, they did it they did those shoots like just they just knocked that shit out yeah so then they ended up taking off to go do uh rolling shots right of that car and uh and we're just hanging out at the spot right there and by this time it's getting later and then it's, we ran into dino yeah from, dino speed, from hunters. speed hunters as his well. kids were out and he was telling us about how his his house flooded yeah and that's why i'm like because i'm thinking in my head like damn dude you got like six-year-old kids <laughs> out at like midnight in the cold the, or whatever. the twins i think they were like four dude they were pretty young damn yeah but but then you realize like oh, okay well they're staying at the in-laws house and and it's like they're crammed in this tiny spot because their house is like was underwater you know yeah so so now I kind of get it. Like, you know, it's like, okay, that's yeah, anything man. they just get out of the house when you're, when you're kind of in a, in a situation like that. Yeah, so. no, definitely. Very unfortunate, but uh, it seemed like in good spirits. Yeah, it you didn't seem like it was. So that was pretty cool. Um, one thing that was really surprising there at the meet as well, of how many uh, domestics there were. There was like, oh yeah, that group of chargers there. Yeah. And it's just, that's, that's so surprising to me. Even walking yesterday, we see like Camaros and things like that and just, it hits different here, you know. I guess back home they're just everywhere, dime a dozen, so you don't even look at them. Right. Like we saw that. What was it, a Hellcat or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was like on the street. <laughs> yeah. Loud as shit. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's kind of cool here in the states. That should be whack. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah. Um. But it was cool, man. So we we got back to the hotel that night pretty late. Uh, we didn't even get dinner. We were just getting like snacks. Oh yeah, that's right. And, uh, we ended up having like that corn soup. Yeah, uh, just to hold us over. And by the time we got back, I'm like, bro, I am fucking beat because those auto salon were up early. So we did a whole entire day. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this is a long fucking day. Um. And then in the mor that night, and then in the morning, I was just like, dude, I'm sleeping in. But you can't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you can't sleep in. Is your you your body wants to get up? You know, your mind's like, I need more sleep. You look at your phone, and it was like eight o'clock. I'm like, all right, fine, let's. Yeah, I want to say that I was probably up at six thirty that night. That morning. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so the next day, uh, which was Sunday, we didn't make it to Auto Salon, um, but we did. Didn't even want to. No, no, hell no, dude. But we ended up. Um, we were doing shopping in uh, Harajuku. Right. Yeah. So the Harajuku area, which is probably maybe ten, fifteen minutes from here on a train. Um. Yeah, and then like a walk, it's like twenty. Yeah. It's like it's like a neighboring town, if you will. They're connected. Um. The whole thing is like shopping, like streetwear paradise. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, dude. That that place has like um. Let's name off some of the stores for sure. My favorites, uh, Bape. Uh, then they have an Ape by Bathing Ape. They have Supreme. They have Neighborhood. They have um. We went to the Carhartt place. They went. We saw. Uh, I can't think of any. Basically, if there's a big streetwear brand, 
they have there. a shop yeah. out here, which is cool because it's not like there. It's not like Fairfax in L.A. where you have to park and get out. They're all in a bunch of alleys and random places. And the alleys are dope, and the architecture is really dope. I'm like really into that. So seeing some of these like buildings and stuff that they, you know, they're they're like really stylish out here. So it's yeah. neat to just. I love just walking through those streets and just seeing you know really really cool architecture you could tell people really tried hard like we always notice this one building where they did this like this like it was basically high polished like chrome plumbing yeah and everything is so precise and it looks like pie cuts <laughs> yeah you know? yeah yeah and i mean it's nothing like it's just normal shit but dude it just looks like they actually try it wasn't yeah. just like the, oh whatever it's some pipes outside and we're just gonna like throw this all together with these connections and stuff it's yeah. like everything is meticulously done whether it's the junctions on the like the wood on the trim and everything is just so much detail involved yeah and you're really big on architecture and i'm not um not because i don't like it just because i've i've never been experienced to it but everything that you've been pointing out i'm like you know what that is really cool yeah all the things that they're doing it is really cool and in that area it's like not one building is the same as the other right like you go oh you know a concrete building you think oh they do that they do concrete because it's cheap and like whatever and then i'm like pointing out things to to um to him about like you know to you uh, about like um board formed concrete you know and i explain the process of that yeah and like that you know you don't want too much seepage because then it looks weird and or the boards fit together and just the time it would take to like you're over engineering concrete you know what i mean yeah but then when the when it's all done it just looks so fucking cool that it's it's a piece of art at that point yeah so the fact that they do that here is really really cool yeah a lot and especially like the streetwear stores like they're really cool to go into and two back in california they are but it's not to the level right japan they're Mm -hmm. awesome and even if you do have two of the same type of stores like two bapes within a mile radius they look completely different yeah that's true and we we did go into that other store that like panda store i've never even heard of this brand but it was like happy panda or something oh yeah like that Uh uh but that was crazy dude they had like glass or like mirrors everywhere oh that yeah yeah and like tvs on the floor i thought i was gonna like fall down (laughs) it was like a it was a like a what do they call them whatever mirror house yeah 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 it was so weird yeah but that shop was pretty cool but uh i was disappointed man uh every year i get my new uh my new eight by bathing ape jacket and i found one that i wanted and they only have in like super small size yeah fuck dude so you didn't do very well i didn't man and then i wanted to get ash um a jacket same thing dude 2x small only what the fuck what do you mean dude so it was not only there, it was a few other shops too yeah. that just everything was either a small size or they didn't have it in. It's just like, I don't know what their business model is. I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering, like, how much would it be to have three in stock? You know, th- right? three small, medium, like, large, who, Who's XL. in charge of reordering? I don't yeah. understand this, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you're like, oh, it's a limited drop. And this is how many we have per store. I get it, <clears throat> but it's not. It's a, it's a part number. Yeah. So who's who's yeah. not ordering the part numbers? And it's not like these parts are like extremely expensive. Dude, I, I understand no. business. This jacket no. costs 
30 bucks yeah to them just fucking bring them in dude yeah i, I don't know what was going on but i was kind of ex- upset that i couldn't get something so yeah because if you bought two jackets well you bought one already right yeah or you multiple whatever yeah you buy a jacket every trip dude the profit margin is so high on each one dude the jackets are like 350 it's, bro. it's in their best interest to keep a few on deck like i don't understand how you can just have a small dude yeah didn't make no sense so i was bummed out i didn't get to find anything but yeah. uh, then we ended up eating at this small um the small restaurant and when i say small it was like the kitchen was in the same room as the one table right so that was actually breakfast yeah so we we got up this is the same day. This is just like, let's just talk a couple hours sooner. Um, 11 is when most of the breakfast places and coffee places open. Which everything. Is ridiculous. All the stores. Everything right. opens at 11 or later. Yeah. So then, you know, there, but there is a select few shops here and there that will open a little earlier. So we're looking it up, trying to find the right hour. Okay, we found one, right? So we, we go, I kind of know where it is. Keep, you know, we keep walking from the spot we were at and like tiny little restaurant where it was like two little swinging doors yeah. that we were making jokes that like some of the guys in the States probably wouldn't even be able to fit through. <laughs> yeah. Like freaking tiny. It dude. was like saloon doors. Yeah. Like little saloon doors. But not even the width of like a bedroom door. Smaller than that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not 30. Cause okay. 30 inch. 28 is like a small opening for a door this was probably closer to like 19 inches yeah. it was <laughs> fucking small so like i'm like walking through like if i went broad shoulders it'd probably touch on both sides and i'm super you know yeah. well, i'm broad but i'm short you know? anyway, <laughs> yeah. so like you know we're like cramming in here and this is like one table and there's 15 seats total if maybe that, yeah, yeah, 10, yeah 10 seats uh, there was there was a a group that was in there, and then um, so there was just enough space for us, and we get this like there's three selections of breakfast, right? There was a U.S. there was uh, or you call it American breakfast, yeah. There was a um, Mexican Mexican. Oh, there's four then. Yeah. There was the French, uh-huh. right? And then there was a Taiwanese. Yes. Right. Um. So I had a Taiwanese breakfast, and you had the, the French. French breakfast. And Robbie had the American breakfast. I believe so. I want to say that was. It wasn't right. the Mexican one. Yeah. No, so no, I don't think American anybody got the Mexican one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, it was, dude, it was like kind of on the higher prices, like you know, like fifteen dollars or something like that. I was yeah. like, for this little thing, like I don't know, but man, it was good. Yeah. It was like fucking great. And apparently, all the ingredients they brought over from those places. Yeah. So the American one was from the Americas, Italian, you know, the Italy and like whatever. Everything was imported in. And then this um, Italian girl mm-hmm. was the cook. Yes. It looked like she yes. was the owner. And she would literally kind of cook in front of you, not like Benny Hanna style, but like behind. And you kind of see her cooking. There's no area for a kitchen. There's no area. It's this <laughs> tiny little spot. Yeah. Uh, what was it called? Amer- uh, of something of the worlds or something like that? <sighs> Breakfast of the worlds. Breakfast possibly, of the worlds. Possibly. Harajuku. Yeah. yeah. So um, there was, she had two little um, Japanese workers that, you know, took the order and, you know, where the tape, this, whatever. So there's the three of them working and she was the cook. And 
uh really really good breakfast spot i'm really glad that we found that yeah dude it was even the bread uh the bread that i got and it had like jam on it and it was butter and it was just every bite was just so good the food's good here yeah definitely and it, they have a lot of really good details to it as well and when mm-hmm. they're preparing it it's it's very detail oriented it's not just like whip it out get it they want you to have a great experience there yeah dude, it was delicious man yeah and then after so we went then we went shopping yeah and then for lunch we went to um a dumpling spot oh that's right it was a it was a a gyoza house so how a lot of times it works in japan is the kind of what they specialize in the kind of food they specialize in so in this case it was gyoza or dumplings right um so you would get fried boiled and then you'd have like some garlic some sides but what they want to sell you is they're they're famous for their gyozas Mm -hmm. right so then we went to that spot and that was it was actually really 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 good gyoza. It was I mean it was you know 4.5 out of 5 yeah. like on the ratings and like where well, this is going to be good and it was it was super good. Yeah, it was not your normal gyoza from back home. No, like, it was not your frozen Panda frozen Express. Yeah, yeah, it was not your frozen gyoza that most of us might be used to. You see them making it it's pretty damn good it was good so uh just hung out in that area you know since we didn't have any car stuff to do any other obligations we're just trying to enjoy mm-hmm. the city um but with all those walkings and all those things you kind of always have to have some sort of like small gap of time where you come back to the hotel chill for about an hour yeah you know um lay down recharge rest. yeah get your feet up for a sec because you're walking like crazy yeah i think we've been doing probably a plus 10 miles each day yeah i'd Um, say and then uh charge up your um your wi-fi so that's one thing i wanted to mention as well um the website is global solutions um if i'm not mistaken yeah global glo global something com got you got you so anyways guys the um when you come out here Maybe your phone plan will work. I, I know yours does, but mine, since it's grandfathered in, um, if I wanted to do international, I have to pay for the whole month, and it's a grip. Yeah, but for like 8 to $10 a day for one of these devices, it really, like, if you're posting stuff, or like, let's say that you needed to go live, or let's say that you're a, a guy that, you know, you're, you're, you're coming out here and to be able to pay for your trip, your, your social media is going to pay for your trip or, yeah. or something like that. Uh, you need one of these web, these um, Wi-Fi's. And uh, yeah, you could just literally go online and, and you pay for it. And then you say, where do you want it shipped? Mm-hmm. And the best thing to probably do is to either get it shipped to uh, what we did mm-hmm. was the terminal. There's a post office in each terminal. So you have it figure out where you're landing and then go to that post office. The post office is open late. Mm-hmm. So you're like 830. So you can still get it even if you land like later on in the night. Yeah. Um, and then you will have a Wi-Fi the whole time and then you just drop it off and throw it in the mail when you leave. So, um, yeah, for like 10 bucks, you can have that. Dude, it's super convenient. I think it came out to about 80 bucks for the whole entire mm-hmm. week. And that's yeah. nothing, dude. It comes yeah. with a return label. You, when we go back to the airport, all you do is go to the same post office, give it to them. And they mail it out and boom that's it mm-hmm. and with me i need to have wi-fi every time because i need to be in communication with uh my family you yeah. know uh it's bad enough to be out here for a week away from family and 
then to add not being able to be in contact with each other yeah you don't want blotchy wi-fi definitely i've had that experience before man and it's not right you know being being out here being away from family is is so hard and i know it's it's even harder if you're the one at home and you don't know what's going on you want to make sure that they're safe i could only imagine you know if i was at home and ash is on a trip and i can't get a hold of her or something like that well like on the plane we're hearing like oh there's you know a missile that's right so i mean like it kind of crossed my my mind like fuck i'm not even in america right now definitely you know what i mean yeah and they're like i don't know if shit's gonna go down or what yeah it's just you need to have the the best chance of being able to talk to your loved ones yeah so you get that um you make sure you want to have like an external charger because it, it lasts for long but uh it just depends on how much you you use it so we get back to the room charge that up charge mm-hmm. our phones up and then we go to uh to dinner with some of Rada, ravi's buddies yeah um and so it, last trip we got like a tip for this really good um pizza place and you know you don't normally think pizza when you're in japan but this guy was like trained by an italian pizza guy yeah and he was like number what was it called like the the uh, shit what is soccer? Yeah, I was just gonna say that. What is <laughs> what is the soccer one? If you're like the, the, soccer, the world, world, world cup, cup of, of pizza, pizza. There you go. and this guy like won it or something like that. So that it's like a short, kind of a short walking distance. Actually, it's kind of a trip. It's like twenty five minute walk. Yeah, but it's actually a nice walk because you're walking through the neighborhood. Neighborhood, like all of Baller. the architecture is so nice. Yeah, dude. dude. There's like some fucking dope like concrete glass houses that I'm just like, yeah, that's dope. Yeah. You know? So Ryan's just blowing loads the whole entire way. Yeah, my my phone was <laughs> in my hand. You know, I'm, I was definitely walking and like taking pictures and stuff. And it was cool. It, it was a good walk. So we meet up with Ravi's buddies um, from uh, Eventury, uh, yeah. and they're out in uh, coincidentally out in the UK as well so they specialize in uh intakes for like the bmw yeah and um like other other german cars and and things predominantly, predominantly yeah. yeah they said they had a couple like um newer honda applications yeah but they are like it's pretty okay so i'm sure we'll probably talk about this more but it was wild to see as a business to business and being able to like talk to them, they would have been a dope person to have like Hell that guy yeah. would have been dope to have, have on the podcast. Um, but wow, they really over engineer. I'm sh- I, sorry. I shouldn't say over engineer. Their engineering was pretty phenomenal yeah. and their, their ability to create some kind of a, like their, the 3d scanning, everything's yeah. carbon. Their, their videos are amazing. The process that they use to develop, their aerodynamics and um the venturi effect and yeah all these things it's 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 fucking wild and it was really cool to hear their uh, they had a pod they have a podcast yeah you know like they're doing it they're yeah. doing it definitely man so um i've met up with so many people that friends of friends you know and i'll sit there and i'll try to talk to them you know and sometimes people just they're they're not as opening or what have yeah you, they're like well what are you gonna you know like they yeah, probably what have can this, you do for me yeah and, you know why, why am i talking to that I, I don't i'm not i don't care about hondas you know yeah, why am yeah, i talking yeah. to you or whatever so or this we, guy does this oh that's so petty what i do is so much better exactly or, they, or maybe they just they come off that way you know yeah so uh these are ravi's buddies ryan and i don't know who they are at all so but we're like whatever we don't care about meeting new people and uh, I'm glad we did. I'm glad we think like that, you know, because it 
puts us in these these so many different situations that we would have never been in if we were more stubborn or you know in our set in our own ways right so yeah we meet these guys we sit down and we're chatting outside you know warming up but once we sit down and, and start talking about business we really find like an, an even ground to uh to relate on and it's yeah. basically just some dudes fucking grinding it out yeah you know just a group of guys hustling yeah one dude's like really good with a computer mm-hmm. and buy some cool like little machines that can help you know with everything to develop their product and there's a dude that you know is good at photography and a good guy that likes to do video and then like everything comes together and you're like holy shit these dudes are legit as fuck you yeah know? And like, you know, I think that I know what I'm doing as far as what I do. Yeah. But if you just took a couple of those guys and like added them to my equation, it'd be out of this world. Like if, I mean, something as straightforward as the hardware, but then adding them to like your heart, (laughs) like you would be fucking selling that shit to, you would be convincing the military they need to put that shit on their tanks. You know what I mean? Like it's (laughs) just like everybody would want uh, you know the the they would want to accessorize hardware on normal ass cars yeah. because if they were if they were shown the the marketing that these guys know it's just it's fucking on another level so and it, it was so dope that they were so free in showing us like the recipe yeah and b- they were stoked it on it too yeah dude you gotta watch this video <laughs> yeah, like, yeah it's yeah. from this guy right here this guy did it he's fucking dope you know and like, we're watching oh, his videos and our and usually when someone shows you a video you're like ah okay cool but i'm just like oh my god that yeah, is like i want to see more nuts. yeah, yeah. So these guys were super awesome. We had a really good conversation and they definitely sparked some ideas yeah. in in myself and things that I want to implement into Downstar, you know. Right. Um we we have the product, product's great, sells, but it could be it could be shown a lot better, you know. Yeah, sure. Um it could be presented a lot better and not just because it's okay, it's just a nut and a bolt like yeah they're just carbon fiber intakes like a lot of people make carbon fiber intakes but yeah or not just, like that or just intakes you know like oh it's just an intake it yeah. just gets the engine to the turbo or gets or the air to the turbo or the air to the manifold yeah but then they're they're doing what they're doing is yeah with the the factory clippings and overly engineering things to make it you know fit proper yeah and, and dude it's cool and if you yeah if you develop that same ideal the ideologies to your business or mine or anyone's dude you'll succeed at whatever for sure you know if you have that idea one of the guys was saying i work on a pay, uh, a picture one picture if it takes me eight hours so be it i'm editing every single piece out of that that doesn't belong in there this smudge here is discoloration or whatever yeah he was like he said he was like detailing like engine bays of cars like everywhere the entire bay yeah. just to get a picture of the the one picture of the airbox properly installed and clean in the cleanest bay possible like yeah he's taking the time to just clean the whole bay and pressure wash it yeah. like you're only showing your your one little part but then everything just everything touches everything else and yeah. it's all related very sick man and i think that the content we do provide is 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 good um but this made me feel like it can be a lot better, mm-hmm. you know. Me too. Um, so that's definitely something that I really want to work on. Um, I always think, you know, uh, the YouTube space. I want to do that, and I want to do vlogs or whatever. But 
I think there would be more value in some of the other ideas that we did talk about, which don't really require uh, monetization from YouTube. You're basically using YouTube as like a platform and um, that'll translate over to your business and just everything. Just it, It's just super inspiring man Mm -hmm. and uh i'm excited to get home and implement so many of these ideas into the business yeah same um so have dinner with these guys great dudes um walked back after yeah and we went um okay we went we came back to the hotel for a second did we Uh, no we that's when we went to we were supposed to go to that meet yeah right here that's right we didn't have time to go um the speed hunters dudes were like, Oh, we're going to be at the hotel where they're staying, Mm -hmm. which has an amazing view. Insane. So we, um, ended up being, we were a little bit late and we were going to take a cab. We ended up, we were going to take a bus, but we ended up taking a cab. Yeah. We, we cabbed it and we saw the meet because we were actually staying right next to this underground parking garage meet. And when we were driving away, there was tons of cops like waiting. It was pretty crazy. They were all lined up waiting for the guys to like exit this parking garage. Yeah. So we and we saw all the cars driving around and stuff. So we knew there was like literally a meet like just below us. Yeah. But uh, we ended up we were like, oh, let's go have drinks with these dudes. So um, we went to their hotel and we went up to like whatever story it was. It was super high up. And yeah. Killer view of the city. Yeah, it, really it was probably neat. like the fifty second floor, yeah, or something like mm-hmm. that. So, um, you know, car meets are cool. It's cool. It's cool to go in there, hang out, and check out cars. But like the the energy that these dudes had, it was like it, it was so dope to hang out with them. Yeah, you know. So Ravi had to take care of like a, a business meeting with them and asked us if we wanted to go. I'm like, hell yeah, dude, let's go. You know, so we go over there and just uh, we're hanging out at this bar. There's a dude playing the piano. There's somebody live singing, and it's just way more upper class than i'm used to yeah it was it was was all it was all the way up (laughs) it was all the way up it was all the way up yeah it was cool and we just hung out with them um the guys are drinking we're just hanging around talking just throwing around ideas you know it's just that i think they get it too you know um Everyone wants to build. Everyone wants to get to that next level. And you're just thinking about, like, you you have those conversations. Like, well, where do you see Speed Hunters going? Where do you see right. CSF going, you know, and throwing ideas? Because how I feel, I don't feel like I know everything, you know. Downstar is, is going the way it's going is because, like, that's the way that I feel comfortable with it. But that's, I'm not, I'm not married to that. If right. somebody throws an idea to me and that aligns with the business, I'm like, dude, that was a fucking great idea. So any of these opportunities that you get to sit with um, individuals who just fucking hustle their ass off. Yeah. Like, dude, it's it's awesome, man. Yeah. So we were, I mean, I had a couple drinks with them. Um, were you, you feeling had, it? Uh, let's see. What did I have? I had two of those. I had two martinis yeah but they were like coffee Ooh, those looked good dude <laughs> I, I, i've had it before <laughs> those looked good so i had two martinis and i think i think i had something at oh i had a beer at dinner yeah before mm-hmm. so i mean i'm I, i'm little you know? <laughs> so i had like i was like buzzed a little bit but barely you know yeah barely. um it was cool so we were just kicking it and um drinking and and i think ben was kind of 
borderline smashed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's fun even when he's not yeah, smashed, dude. The more was, drunk he's getting, he's just more funny, dude. Yeah, he was, he was, he was cool. Yeah. And then, um, and then it was probably like two. Yeah, it was. It was getting there. Two a.m. Yeah. We were like, all right, we should, you know, <laughs> think about heading out. Um, and then Ravi had to be on a plane the next morning. His plane left at like eight a.m. Yeah, so he had to be up at five, five to five to five thirty to get ready, pack, you know, get his bags, get down like to the to his connections. He was actually flying out of Haneda, mm-hmm. which is closer than Narita. Yeah, which is cool because he was going to Singapore, Singapore, and then he's gonna go to. Uh, indonesia oh okay so he's like singapore first um you know his business and like it's no it's no it's no secret that um his radiators are developed in indonesia Mm -hmm. um or are made excuse me made in indonesia and um he had something in singapore as well maybe he has to see another distributor or something like that so he was doing like a a full tour man yeah half the globe this dude like yeah and then he was just in florida like right that's before. right for new year's so, yeah so it's like florida back to cali to um australia japan, japan singapore. singapore indonesia worldwide bro and then there's no direct flight from indonesia so and i, I believe me i know it's just <laughs> gonna be a crazy ass flight home for him multi-stops yeah. probably through hong kong or back through japan He's a soldier, though. Yeah, you know? his uh, his business is definitely scaled, and when you get to yeah. that that size of a business, you have all of these different factories and people that you work with, and, and unfortunately, it's not just one central location. Yeah, it's not like you know, your your all your guys are right here in this shop, and you know, it's tiny, two thousand square <laughs> feet. It's like big deal, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was good to to see like that side of the business. Yeah. Because, you know, God willing, uh, both of our businesses scale at that level. Mm-hmm. And just seeing how, how Ravi does it, how he navigates, just taking taking ideas from that and just kind of, you know, mentally preparing yourself for, the, is this the way that I want the business to go? Is this the runaround that I want to be on? You know, what, what do I want the future to look like? Yeah. So uh, that was cool, and I, I really appreciate him giving us a, a look into his life. Mm-hmm. And I can relate to him a lot, you know, so it makes me feel like it's very attainable. Yeah, right. he's making different moves in different ways, but he's 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 just a regular fucking car guy, yeah. just like us. Yep, for sure. Just running his business. So I was kind of sorry to leave, see him leave. Like, it was dope hanging out with him, but, um, I mean, we always have a great time together. Yeah. You know? We all, we, we think very similar. So, next day, um, we we wake up and we actually hit up uh, Ichiran Ramen. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Hell so, yeah, dude. Yep. So, In the morning, we went to ramen. And it's an interesting experience at this ramen spot. Yeah. So, you pay in, like, a vending machine. Yeah. Uh, you get a little ticket and you pick out what you want. And I was like, Let's keep it simple because probably going to eat a lot. Yeah. Day. So we, we do ramen. And, and what you do is you, you know, you get called to this little tiny little booth window and you don't see your server and they just like open up a little door. They slide your food in. They say what the hell they're talking about. I don't know what the <laughs> hell they're saying. They're like saying a million things in Japanese and then they, you know, close they the close. thing. And, 
and you just kind of eat like in peace you don't get to see your neighbors yeah there's like partitions on yeah. the left right you could open them up but basically it's like pretty much you walk down a hallway and each one is a little separate booth so you right. sit down at that booth and you just just grub yeah just get in there and take care of business yeah it feels like it's made for somebody to just take a quick break and you don't want to like talk to anyone and just you know more, more like single one person at a time kind of thing they don't expect you to be in any kind of groups or anything like that yeah. but it's really good ramen we like it um it's convenient it's on the way it's like right right near the hotel so we um <clears throat> ate there and then you wanted to go visit the ovo store so okay. they have ovo japan which is a uh, drake's brand um so we were we were trying to find that and uh it wasn't even that far from from the hotel no i thought it was going to be a lot further because when we met those guys from uh import fest yeah we met them from import fest which is a show in canada um toronto canada and they were of course toronto guys are like oh we got to go to uh the ovo store and i'm like wait what you know drake's my guy dude so i was like i gotta check this out uh, so we went to the store and the walk was pretty nice. It wasn't that bad at yeah. all. And the uh, the building that it was in was fucking sick. Dude. Yeah, it was a super modern, like all glass concrete building, um, you know, like a big old fat ass glass pivot door, you know, like just all the cool shit. You wouldn't expect anything less. Right? Yeah. So it's like a three story building plus a one story down, like mm -hmm. kind of a basement kind basement. of area. So going in there, checking it out. And, and for that being like, a, a rapper's brand they definitely had way more than a lot of these other streetwear brands have uh, yeah they had, they had a lot of clothes there i was lot, actually dude. surprised they with had that. a lot of different designs and things and the prices weren't ridiculous i mean all streetwear is expensive but it wasn't super ridiculous um same thing struck out bro <laughs> all they had was small you, you asked for two different two items things, two items and they didn't have my size i'm like fuck man i'm not gonna have shit I'm about to hit Don Quixote or something, yeah. dude. Get some kind of gear. I know, something. So we ended up hitting that up. And then um, what did we do after that? Oh, man, shit. I was actually thinking, I was like, what did we do that, that day? <laughs> and then you, when you said that, I, okay, so then then we were just walking around yeah, there just, was a side of the the that tokyo that we've never really been to well that uh, side of the station we don't normally walk over there so yeah. yeah we were like walking all through there yeah and they had like a, a farmer's market and it yeah. was just so cool at the farmer's market everything is so clean and the you could see the interactions that the customers having with the the sellers and it's yeah. just like both of them are so interested in that that transaction yeah it know? was definitely a different feel i mean i've been to plenty of farmers markets and it nothing feels like like that one did yeah you know? so it was pretty cool we, we checked that out just walking around and um we uh we didn't have any plans we didn't have anybody to meet up with we didn't have any obligations or anything you know we're trying to see who's still in town but yeah everyone's all doing their own thing we dude. came back to the hotel then for a minute yeah so we were on the way back to well we came back to the hotel hung out for a little bit and then um got we did, coffee yeah we wanted to we we got we got out and by the hotel there's a coffee place and you got you and uh, Ravi had it before yeah. I did yeah but you were explaining to me and I'm like dude that sounds so good um they're uh, frozen coffee like yeah, they're coffee like, cubes uh, like think of like an ice cube yeah um coffee ice cube in little you know like little tray deals and they basically pour it into 
this um, beaker glass. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this beaker glass has these ice cube coffees in it. And then they give you a, another pitcher of hot milk. And it's like, you know, frothy hot milk. And what you do is you just take that frothy milk. It's warm. And you just slow pour it over your ice, your ice cubes, yeah. which are your coffee. Yeah. Um, and then you kind of just stir until it all melts. And then you have this like really nice iced coffee. It's really strong. <laughs> yeah. It's very sweet. And you don't need really much more flavor because yeah. that's all in the milk, I think. Yeah. So that shit was pretty good. It was, man. And, you know, the, the week was hitting me already. Like we walked around the OVO store, checked everything out. We got back to the hotel and I'm like, ah, I could have just passed out. But we chill for a little bit. Like, all right, let's let's go. Let's do something. We get the coffee. Boom. I'm up. Let's fucking yeah. do something. Yeah. You know, so we end up walking around and we headed to this area. It's uh, called Shinjuku. And um, uh, if you guys have ever seen, it's where the uh, Godzilla head is. Yeah. Um, there's a big Godzilla head. I would probably say it's at least 15 feet tall, the head oh, yeah, yeah, itself. Yeah. And I believe on the hour, uh, it does a performance where uh, steam or smoke will come out of the yeah. mouth. And, and then the lights. Lights light up. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's super cool. I like that area. Yeah. It reminds me of like um, the santi alley downtown la kind of with yeah. the garages all open yeah the garages like that and then there was like the uh the happy ending massage spots that are all yeah so, so they have these uh these like um these curtains and it says 18 plus and i'm like hey ryan let's look inside of here so we look and we open it up and then oh no no japanese only and then we <laughs> like the yeah. heck and we're like all right whatever <laughs> You know, just exploring because we never really have a chance to explore. And yeah. then we see another one and the dude's like trying to tell us to come in and oh, happy ending, happy ending. I'm just laughing, dude. It's yeah. so funny. And I guess that area is famous for like happy yeah. ending central. Yeah. I guess it's like the uh, red light district kind of. Yeah. Thing. But you don't see any of these girls. Yeah. This is all just a maybe you know what i yeah, mean yeah you don't so know what happens down you might there. just you might just go into this elevator and then you just never come back you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah uh, even though it's japan and it's like super safe it's still like i don't know about walking into no elevator and they're promising you girls or something yeah like, no thanks maybe uh there's definitely an underworld to japan oh yeah and, and i know that i'm aware of that and i i know i'm not like a stupid american just yeah. fucking around right no and i i would never do anything that anyways you know but even if i was single i, I would still kind of be like a, a red flag like uh, yeah i don't know if this is something that i should be be doing you know yeah. even though it is japan that that's like uh, it's a red flag yeah so we're just walking around checking out all these places we've seen the robot restaurant which is um which is in that area i i think it's cool ryan fucking hates it yeah i'm not into it <laughs> ashley and i went last year we had so much fun man and um then we see the godzilla building and we're like dude let's try to get to the top yeah and um i didn't even know but there's like a there's like a patio area right under godzilla yeah i didn't i wasn't aware of that either I like heard that you can get close to it, but I didn't understand that you could, there's literally, literally like a mezzanine kind mm -hmm. of deck and you can go 
and be like directly underneath it yeah and we were not on the hour it was like we were like we had 45 minutes oh yeah there was a lot of if it was within 20 minutes i would have said let's just hang out because you can hear the godzilla from out from the street like way far away from the building yeah so i'm just imagining how how it would look if you're like right under the head yeah it was pretty cool so we go there and then we find this uh this little sushi joint we grab some uh we grab some lunch mm-hmm. and just walking around and then we end up getting to this this plaza and we, we hear like a loud music playing and a big group of people are like, What the fuck is going on? And they're like an impromptu rave. Yeah. <laughs> In the middle it, of the day. It was And then these dudes are like rapping on you know, they're rapping on the microphones and stuff <laughs> and there's like uh purple haze smoke and all these bubbles and yeah everybody's dancing and then these guys are like you know who we are and i'm yeah. like i don't know who the <laughs> fuck you are man but the japanese people were fucking going in yeah dude. Cool. all ages yeah i, I seen old ladies dude, just yeah. jamming bro and that's random because japanese people never look like they're having fun no they never even smile dude but these people were fucking letting loose yeah we chilled there for a few minutes that was pretty cool man and then um i ended up uh i seen that rj devera was out here in uh in japan as well so i shot him a message like hey man if you get a chance let's uh let's meet up later for a meal or something like that and he actually got back to me and said that he was gonna be in uh in shibuya so um we ended up heading back we uh then we went to another building so uh oh yeah there was a different there was a time gap but time between the time that he was going to be in shibuya so we got back and then we went to um this very tall building in the middle right by the crossing yeah so there's basically this spot is a hotel and there's you know typical of having a restaurant at the top of the hotel and you're supposed to stay there as a guest and you have to swipe a card whatever but we kind of in the past like uh me joey durr like you know, those guys, they've, we've managed to get to the top of this tower and you can oversee the crossing and it's really cool at night, especially because if you've seen Tokyo Drift, there is, um, like a, uh, um, soccer stadium court, uh, really high on the top of this building. And you actually can see down and you can see the top of this soccer field all lit up. And then you see the crossing and all the people just like spraying across the street. It's fucking pretty cool. It was dope, man. Yeah, but unfortunately, there was no soccer game at that point, and it wasn't quite dark. Uh, but Frank really, we haven't, we hadn't done it years in the past, and you really wanted to. And I kind of explained how we could do it. And you're like, I want to do, it, I want to do it. So yeah, in that time before we met with RJ, we went to the top, uh, almost to the top, almost to the top, and we were able to kind of get a glimpse of what like I have you know it was cool to look at it from up there we i think it was like the 24th floor that we ended up getting to yeah uh, all of these elevators you need your key card to yeah. get up there and i was just pressing mad buttons and we ended up getting yeah. to the 23rd it was like so, d- the elevator was doing whatever it was doing and we somehow got to where we needed to be um and then yeah dude one of the elevator spots is actually glass so you're super high and you don't you know you can you can see the city from the elevator it's pretty cool um but yeah great view so we got up in there did that then we had some ice cream on the way back yeah and then we were like all right rj me to like uh go through the crossing there's like the famous starbucks where people will look out uh we're gonna be at like the little kiosk spot right in the corner all right cool 
met up with him and he was going to bape bape and i didn't even know that there was another bape in uh in shibuya yeah i i had been and there was one that i was like like i don't know the streetwear stuff really yeah. but i'm like i'm pretty sure that's the one where you see these shoes under glass and it's like moving yeah. shoes and then everybody's just like what yeah i don't know that one whatever and i'm like but there's a third one yeah and that was the one that actually it happened to be yeah so we we ended up going inside of there and um I found something, but another wrench in it. The line was super long and we're hanging out and I just don't want to wait in line because the line was moving hella slow. There was mad people in there. Yeah. So I said, man, let's just roll. You know, we're so close to it. If I want, I'll probably pick something up tonight if it's still open or tomorrow or whatever. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But, um, so then we're walking around and hanging out with, uh, with RJ and then we end up going back to, uh, his hotel. Um, at his hotel, they have a really nice bar mm-hmm. right there. So this was about six o'clock that we ended up meeting with him. We go to this bar and and sitting down and um, dude, you had to even like pay to get inside of this bar. Yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, dude, oh. you had to pay to get inside the bar, and I'm like, Crazy. whoa, dude. And we're wearing like hoodies and shit. Just yeah. like, you know, RJ's all flossed out, bro. He has his dope ass coat on, and yeah, and uh, he fits in. We didn't fit in, but no, we we get I in never there, fit in. <laughs> and um, just hanging out and talking and you know drinking and and having a good time. And dude, RJ's a fucking great guy, bro. Like, I. I can't even say like how how motivating that dude is, and and we were talking and just like the things that he's been able to accomplish in our community, it's second to none, right? Like he might not have um, addressed all that like in his podcast. I'm sure he would. I mean, I know he went over a lot of that stuff, yeah. but like if you really think about it, like I did say at one point, I was like, can you name anybody that has like gotten um contacts like you know like you have rj you know and he, he's like well i'm like dude like pepsi and like these corporate level gigs yeah and i'm like yeah i know there's formula d guys that have like similar things maybe like 10 years ago and fd was like because fd kind of did this like weird up and then really kind of a recession and now it's headed back up again but like even at the peak um you know you had like guys that were sponsored by pretty crazy stuff but that's like a FD team. Like yeah. RJ's like solo dude, like marketing himself as yeah. himself as a brand. And, and, you know, you, he had his wheel companies and, and he was explaining that his goal was always to like work with raise wheels out of Japan. And then his last like release of wheels, he was actually able to achieve that where he had a raise wheel, yeah. you know, like that's dope dude. And it's one guy and it's not like he's, like if it let's say that it was me doing that it's like oh well he you know has been in the industry for 15 20 whatever years and he's at a business and he's worked his way up to this level of some sort this is just like a guy and he you know yeah he had tv shows and stuff like this but he got that stuff from this organic growth and just understanding business and showing these businesses that he's he is valuable yeah you know like you or i could be like oh our businesses are valuable or like this podcast is a is valuable to uh a company because of the demographic or the age age or something like that like he was able to show that that he himself is valuable yeah to to pepsi yeah like what the fuck i would never in, in my wildest dreams ever i'm i'm you know 
maybe I just don't. He has, he believes in himself. Yeah. And he be, he believed that he was valuable to Pepsi. And you know what? Pepsi believed it. Yeah. And so did all these other people. Valvoline. Valvoline. Like crazy. Dude, these big tire companies. Like, dude, wild stuff. I, and, I don't think that he he really gets the credit that he deserves. You know, people always uh, recognize him from Fast and Furious. And it's like, he was already 10 years deep at that time. And the yeah. reason that he was in the movie was because he was consulting yeah for that movie he 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 can he let he okay sorry he made them aware that he has the background in this culture and they said yes i'll put trust in you and we'll hire you for consultation and they liked him so much that they he got a role you know yeah in the movie and he gets residuals still to this day um man talk about a great gig right yeah definitely man he's he's nothing less of inspiring yeah and just like i said dude the he's he's one of those dudes that when you're around him you're not like oh i'm around this this huge guy who's been around for so long it's just like regular fucking dude yeah you know definitely and um him just lending his expertise to us you know because he he the reason maybe he is where he is is because he keeps an eye on the community he knows what's going on he knows everything yeah dude i see him all the time at these little car events um on the weekends you know in la um orange county and stuff like that like he'll hit two or three in a day yeah you're like dude how do you stay motivated for this yeah and he's like i just genuinely love cars and he's like, he's like, you know, because he knows I'm into like architectural stuff. And he's like, I find these architectural things in these vehicles. And he's like, I just nerd out over lines and where junctions meet things and where the, you know, headlights meet the hoods. And I remember I was at one of these meets and he's like, oh, you see the um, 992 yet? The new Porsche, like mm-hmm. the brand new drop. And I'm like, no. He's like, oh, there's one right there. I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't even realize, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, let me show you. This was like weeks ago, right? Yeah. And he's like, you see where, like, with the front and the end, like, he's like, what's off to you? And I'm like, oh, this junction looks weird. And he's like, I, I think so too, you know? Like, yeah. it's these little tiny details. And he's like, he's like excited. Yeah. And it's a detail that he didn't really actually like. And I kind of didn't actually like either. But he wanted to see if, if it wasn't just him. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, he's like, dude, what do you think about that? And I'm like looks kind of weird and he's yeah. like i agree but how often does somebody who's at his stature ask you anything right exactly <laughs> hey ryan come over here i want to like show you this hood when? and then he's over here like IGing all these cars he's like genuinely thinking that they're that they're dope yeah you know? not trying to find the owner and tag them and get like whatever like he's the you know people are coming up to him um because they're the homies they're not yeah. like oh dude let me take a picture like it's not like that he's just genuinely about the cars yeah and that's motivating to me because i feel like i kind of end up losing interest a little you know yeah just doing it every day for so long and and he's been doing it longer yeah and he's like more committed like feeling you know yeah so like it's a spot it's inspiring to be like whoa this guy is like really legit into this shit to like a deep level yeah and we were just hanging out at the bar talking and we, we were probably there for at least two hours yeah just throwing drinking. around yeah drinking yeah. just throwing around ideas and, and picking his brain and him picking our brain and just 
just just vibing it was great man and then we we left there and, and went to go eat and we had this uh yakitori place mm-hmm. uh, that he took us to and there was no sign on it the was building. just it was just a big wood door that like i didn't even like you would you would think like oh dude don't open that that's like <laughs> there's like a barn back there with like some old like beat up car or something in that barn no signage no nothing and it was this big old sliding door and it was just restaurant going on (laughs) with tons of people like all right okay yeah yeah so we go in there and we uh and we just put it in his hands he's like do you guys like this we said dude whatever you want to get yeah just get Uh, it he he mentioned every one of them i knew what everything was and i said everything that you just said is perfect (laughs) let's run it start there you know yeah and then we chilled there for probably at least another two hours just talking eating having a great time man yeah it was just it was an experience of a lifetime you know just just to get that mentorship from someone like him apparently he's like kind of he's mentoring and help us inspire a lot of people yeah and um, I think the reasoning is because he had that as well. And yeah. he understands the value in it. Yeah. And he understands that a lot of young entrepreneurs like us don't have that. Right. We have people that want to see us fail. We have people that don't want to see us succeed because they think that we're taking the part of their pie. Yeah, or exactly. And he just sees it through a totally different view. You know, he's like... He's an OG in this community, and there's there's a lot of OGs in the community, but nobody at his at his level who's still in it every single day. Yeah, and that's what I was getting at by yeah. the whole thing, like that still in it. There day. wasn't a break. He's no break. still in it, and it's just it was dope, man. We had such a great night. We ended up leaving there probably about midnight or something like that. Yeah, we jumped in a cab. Um, oh, this is fun. Okay, so <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> we look at each other right now and went, oh yeah, remember that? <laughs> that okay. happened. So um, we jump in a cab, and this was pretty common. We're like Hotel Emmett, uh, Shibuya, and oh yeah, Shibuya, and like yeah, yeah. But Hotel Emmett in Shibuya, uh, Shibuya. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right, dude, just drop us off at this crossing. You know, like they just just hard of Shibuya. Just make this easy. I'm not gonna try to. T- I mean, I know my way around, but yeah. I don't want to be like turn right, turn left. You know where that is? Cool. Dump us off there. Yeah. So guy drops us off. We pay the few bucks from Rapungi. Pretty close. Little quick ride. Um, we're at the crossing. You know, the big crazy zebra crossing. Mm-hmm. And we're walking to the hotel. And uh, we're like cutting up the streets. It's like a, it's like all these like streetwear shops. Yeah. Like, again, like I said, there's, or Frank's saying there's, you know, there's Supreme and there's this and that's and all these different shops. And, you know, we cut up different ones and find different places on the way to the hotel. And there was a club. And we'd actually seen that club the night before. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, it's kind of like cracking over there. I wonder what that's all about. Whatever. So we're like, oh, let's walk past the club uh, just to see it. So then we're like walking past the club. And there was like kind of like a gate. And it was a very thin sidewalk. Mm -hmm. And right where there's this little thin sidewalk, I look to my left and there's a cop car. Yeah. I'm like, oh, a cop car. Okay, whatever. And I'm like sort of very close to the clock cop car. And then we kind of like squeeze past and the cops just kind of like, like eye fucking us. Like, okay, whatever. That's weird. Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why they'd even be like, or just interested in interested us. Like, in we're not even doing that. I was walking by. And then, um, so <clears throat> they kind of get out, go, go around or whatever. They shoot back through and then we see him again and we're crossing. And you know, there's no, there's no street signs, but it's like a, 
we're uh, Frank and I were crossing the street um, at the end of an intersection, so it's a safe place to proceed through. And they kind of we I made eye contact. I looked at him, kind of nodded, like you know whatever. They like nodded so we can go, and then we like walk across the street, and then they kind of like cruise up behind us, and then they stop, and they open the doors. I'm like, what the fuck? This is <laughs> Japan, dude. Yeah. Like. <laughs> what happened why would they even be like what do you want yeah. yeah what do you want so go ahead so so they uh they hop out of the car and i'm like dude what the fuck bro I, we, we didn't do anything yeah you know so they come over and they they uh i don't know what they said they said like are, are you tourist yeah or, tu- tourist uh we're like yes um okay uh passports yeah and uh, I'm, I'm, no no passport yeah Oh, where's passport? Oh, Hotel Emmett. See right here, Hotel Emmett. Oh, why? Why? Very dangerous area. Why? Oh, okay. Because the taxi driver doesn't know Hotel Emmett. Yeah. But does know Shibuya Crossing. Oh, okay. So we're walking. Yeah. Because it's easier for the driver for a cab. Right? Yeah. And then he goes, "Oh, very dangerous area." Okay. Yeah. Very dangerous. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Probably. To you, it might be dangerous, but <laughs> yeah. not to the people from Cali, dude. It's just not dangerous. Right? That's a two out of ten, if that. Yeah, exactly. I felt very confident. Anybody like is gonna beat anybody up. It's probably gonna be me. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're like, yeah, dude. Okay, whatever. Dangerous. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, can I? Can we check you? Like, yeah. And then when they said that, I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, for what? We we don't do nothing. The hotel's right there. And they're, oh, very, very dangerous area. I was like, and so what? Like, what did we do? Yeah. Oh, can we, we, can we check? I'm like, no. What did we do? We didn't do nothing, dude. Like, leave us alone. And then they're just like, keep insisting. And then in my head, it just clicked like, yo, Frank, you're not in the States yeah. anymore. You don't know, like, if stop and frisk is legal here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you kind of we didn't check the laws yeah maybe this is perfectly normal which it's probably not but um and i'm like you know what dude i'm like i just put my arms up i said do your thing yeah i don't have shit on me but my wallet like that's all i have on me is my wallet my beanie and my gloves yeah everything else is i have nothing else on me and then i have my uh my man purse with uh my cbd oil in it and it clicks to me i'm like oh shit this could actually be a problem so i'm still kind of like irritated but i'm like whatever go ahead so the guy's checking my pockets and he's like oh what's this i'm like dick it's a fucking phone bro you could feel it so i pull it out show him the phone so he's checking the bag zipping it and there's like one little small zipper where i have the cbd and it's not even registering to me when i brought it that it was any sort of issue you know because i just use it all the time so then i pull it out and the lady's like oh what's this i say oh cbd and she says oh cbd (laughs) and i say yeah cbd oh what is i say oh it's medicine and she's like open so i opened it and um she went to smell it and then uh, I get it, I close it back up and put it in the bag. And I think that they didn't want to have to proceed to anything. Yeah. You know, they they already knew that we were irritated, like me more than you. Yeah. I was like super fucking irritated. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like you can't be doing this, but I don't know. They probably do it, you know. But, yeah. Um, 
So then we finished there, and I told Ryan this like weeks back. I said, dude, uh, we probably don't have many of these trips left, man. We should fucking wall out, dude. We should almost get arrested. <laughs> so we finished up right there, and then they let us go, and we're walking. I was like, hey, Ryan, you know, we almost got arrested right now. Yeah, dude. we legit like almost did get arrested. Actually, we almost got arrested three times this trip. Yeah. If you, if you really want to get technical <laughs> about that. Yeah. One with the uh, whole situation, we got pulled over with a car yeah oh that's right yeah with, that the, was with a, the phantom and then before we boarded the plane in la yeah we got like nearly cavity searched yeah it was like this will smith as like bad boys <laughs> yeah. kind of shit dude wearing, just wearing like a lakers shirt and a yeah. chain and his badge on a chain is asking stupid ass questions like and this isn't at security this is like right before you enter yeah. the plane like literally the what is it called the thing that shoots out to the plane the fucking tube you know yeah but it was right there and like hey bro why don't you come over here for real quick <laughs> i'm just like what okay fine dude you know like have at it yeah you know? asking me all kinds of stupid questions yeah oh you know you guys travel together da, 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 da. how long you known each other like way more stupid questions than that even that was just yeah. like the beginning of it like hey well how's the weather over there like, yeah i don't know dude you, you have a fucking iphone and Go. he said yeah is the plane got wi-fi like, what the fuck, bro? I don't fucking know. Yeah, I guess like... got Wi-Fi so I can, like, call the homies, like, <laughs> the, my my Iranian homies. <laughs> you know, I could say that because I'm kind of a little bit Persian here. But, <laughs> dude, it's like, it's like, come on, dude. What do you think I'm going to yeah. do, you know? This like, is irritating. I hate dealing with that, bro. I hate feeling like a criminal. I yeah, don't do just, just go things. through my stuff because you have to. Yeah. But don't be asking me all these questions trying to get me all, like, you know, yeah. They're, they're, what they're doing is they're hunting for lies or things that don't make sense yeah definitely you know i'm not the guy bro i'm not like the Frank one just didn't even say anything <laughs> yeah like or, he's he's like talking and asking us questions and frank's just like doesn't even he's not like mean or angry he's just not speaking dude, i don't want to talk i don't even talk about I don't, it. I don't, I don't, just, what the fuck i don't i don't want to talk to you bro you know, yeah. search my shit whatever yeah, you know, I'm not gonna ruin my trip to Tokyo, yeah. but I'm not gonna answer your stupid ass fucking questions, dude. So, yeah, that happened. Whatever. Yeah. We, so that's yeah. that's our that was the that was, three that was the three uh near <laughs> near near getting uh, near getting arrested. Yeah, it, it was all close right. enough calls. So uh, it was enough to say that we almost got arrested. Yeah. So, uh, Between success. the three of those, yeah, it was uh, yeah success. So uh, we come back to the hotel, just pass out, and then this morning we um we we wake up and um we have it planned to go to spoon because spoon has um they have they usually have every year for auto salon they have like a little party kind of thing but this year it switched up so it's more of an open house sort of thing they had it on friday but uh we've been to spoon so many times i didn't want to to i didn't want to go there yet especially yeah. since it was going to be open today which is monday i didn't want to waste any of the the other things that we were doing to come to spoon um so we ended up coming here i don't even know what city spoons in okikubo okikubo yeah so not that far of a train uh ride we actually found a better route yeah than, because than we've uh, ever used before i normally just put like spoon in to the gps but i put type one because mm -hmm. that's where the event was is at their type one location which is like um half mile down the same street um, and we went to a different station, came from the other direction. It was a straight shot. It was really fast. It was yeah. actually legit. It was great, man. And uh, we get to Spoon, and um, there's just a lot of people there. Uh, Itchy's signing autographs. Um, they're selling, like, um, like a, a, a 
pack where it's a, a t-shirt, a little um, a little bag, a sticker, what have you. And uh, we're just checking out the cars. You know, we got to see a couple of the, of the spoon guys that uh, that Ryan knows really well. I've met uh, a couple times, and um, we actually talked about a couple cool things, which um, it's going to work out for for both of our businesses. You know, mm-hmm. something for you, for me, and that was pretty cool. Yeah, like I literally was still across the street, and one of the one of the dudes that I know from Spoon like runs over to me and was like, "Hey." Uh, I gotta go soon, but I need you know I need to show you these things. I need these connectors. I need yeah. to buy this from you. I need that from you. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm like writing down on his uh, IG, like here reminder, sending yourself messages. Send, yeah, sending yeah. yourself messages to like just remember like that I need to send all this stuff over to them. And yeah. then and then they're working on this uh, this pretty unique uh, EG build. Right. Um, they they did this like crazy titanium header that it just goes um, to over the transmission instead of under it like usual mm-hmm. pie cuts like crazy. We're, we're trying to figure out a price for it. It's probably like close to like 10, 15, 20 Gs. Yeah, like maybe if they were 20 to sell for it. like the whole exhaust with yeah. the header and everything. Uh, checking it out, they did like this uh, carbon fiber form on, on the floor panel and then on the shock towers and really really good looking like build I'm, I'm i'm interested to see what it looks like in the final stages of it right so yuki amora which is um the the guy that basically everybody knows ichi ichi ichishima he is the um the founder founder president if you will the owner of the company um yuki was running spoon for maybe he said 28 years right yeah and Whoa. until this last year, I got an email. He's like, hey, Ryan, I'm leaving. Um, you know, I'm starting my own thing. So what he's doing is this is this building of these cars. Um, <clears throat> so he's kind of his own thing. But he was there, you yeah. know, and there's still a very close connection with Spoon, which is nice that there was no, like, bad blood. And yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's strong enough that actually he was there at the event showing a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I there's like that. That was still cool. the tight connection, which is really dope. Um, but yeah, I saw Yuki talk to him for a bit. He was actually interested in your parts. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Asking, oh, stoked on that, man. Vendor in Japan, and you're like, no, dude. Like, <laughs> hit me, hit me up though, you know. Yeah. Um. So Planting yeah. seeds, man. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So, um, yeah, Yuki's building that car, and uh, so the carbon. Just to touch on that really fast, that <clears throat> these carbon pieces, it's like an infusion of carbon, and what it really does is it strengthens the parts on the chassis that you would want more rigid. Uh, which is in paper on paper it's a great idea mm-hmm. um, never tested it before I don't know if that's really even worth it yeah but uh, it's a great idea on paper and it's something that um, nobody really does uh, there was like a couple cars that did a carbon engine bay it's like a layover this is yeah. like an infusion process so it it kind of goes into the like not into the metal but it's I'm not even really sure, but it's not just a sheet cover. Yeah. It actually strengthens and supports the weakest parts of the chassis. Yeah. The shock towers and and the floor. It it wasn't apparent how they did it. So we were even looking for seams and trying to figure it out and it looks really good. Yeah. It wasn't just like a carbon overlay. It was not. And resin and things. It didn't look like it really looked like they cut the floor out and you know put a carbon floor in right. there which, which is that's an, not what they did but. no it's an infusion process of yeah. some sort so. it, was, it was really cool and then um just went upstairs checked out all the cars ran into um 
uh all the dudes from sendai yeah 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 yeah. so like all the types <laughs> all so the i was types. explaining i was explaining to uh to frank that there's type with their last name so if you guys know probably the most famous one is type k mm-hmm. he does type k auto source and he does the usdm meets and then k day the k day event so um type k is type kobayashi mm-hmm. so type k last name is kobayashi so all these guys type w type h type this type that it's all his crew basically yeah very cool dudes man um we got to talk to those guys take pics and stuff and just just great energy you know ran into some other guys uh, a couple dudes from france who ended up relocating to japan yeah that was, uh, interesting. That was interesting they were cool guys uh ran into this guy from uh from the from the uae uae pilot yeah and he's a pilot and this dude's he looked what 25 looked 25 yeah he was a cool dude to talk to you know just talked to a few guys um some dudes from canada yeah and uh saw some guys from jersey out Mm -hmm. there as well uh it was cool you know um it was it was cool for spoon to do that because they know that a lot of people are in town for auto salon yeah and like you could tell tons of those like i was looking on ig and everybody was there at some point in time you know like i saw like oh die was there a few minutes uh that dustin guy was there yeah and then like the dudes from the shop next door to me yeah daryl and all them they were all there minutes after we were there and then takeshi came back i was just looking at my (laughs) ig and i'm just seeing oh shit those guys are there back they're back there now and then now these dudes are here and those dudes so like i mean you could have just hung out around there for two days and saw so many people yeah and it's dope that spoon gets that yeah they understand it that that part of marketing and the the name the weight that spoon does bring right so it's cool like um itchy doesn't have to do that shit he's already an old man and he doesn't have to be signing autographs for fucking all day uh, for two days, you know? For real. So we uh, we ended up hitting that up, and um, we're thinking, hey, what are we going to do for lunch? Uh, we used to stay at this hotel. It was... Um, uh, Shinagawa? Shinagawa Prince. <clears throat> so, yeah, the Prince Hotel is like a real big one that everybody stays at because it's close to the show. Yeah um all the uh, d-sport guys that's how kind of we knew about it because yeah d-sport was doing events for tokyo auto salon like 10 plus 15 years ago yeah and so that's where they stayed so we went over there and uh when we first stayed there um you introduced me to the the stand-up sushi in yeah. the train station right which is awesome guys if you love sushi just think about a little a little place with just a bar you go stand at the bar and each piece of sushi is probably like a dollar fifty, two yeah. bucks each. For a two piece. Yeah. For two. Stupid cheap. So we went there and fucking grubbed. I probably had like ten to twelve. Ryan had maybe close to twenty pieces. <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't know when I'm gonna be back here. Like fuck. <laughs> yeah, so we, we stuffed myself. We grubbed that and then um tell Ryan, yo, we gotta get this pot on, bro and uh can't miss the day man i I really appreciate everybody that listens to the show that schedules their days by the show and i don't want to let you guys down yeah just so you guys know frank was like hey we have to get a pot up by this time because it's going to be you know x time in 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 america and he's like he literally set his alarm and said okay i'm going to set it at six hours so we're gonna like do this pod and we have to have one on tuesday morning Monday, One, Monday, Monday morning. Yeah. Um, it's got to drop 100%. It can't not. And like literally it's we're looking. It's Monday, Japan at 8.34 p.m. 
So I'm about to edit this pod, mm-hmm. upload it, and uh, we're gonna go get something to eat <laughs> right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, I you got to do it. I tell everybody to to make something successful. You have to be consistent yeah. with it. You can't make excuses. Um, thousands of miles away from home. You know, out of my comfort zone of a scheduled podcast where you record it, you right. have it up, you do it. It's you know, I have it down at home where I just take to get care a consistency. It. Just but here where I'm on vacation, I got to make sure that I take care of it, and uh, it's good, man. I'm glad that we had this conversation because it's so fresh in our minds. Yeah, I don't know if I would have been able to remember exactly what we did <laughs> every day. Yeah, um, my brain turns to mush sometimes. <laughs> Uh, but I'm glad that we did it like right now, like, yeah. right kind of at the end. So I, it was relatively fresh. Yeah. Sick, man. I'm, I'm glad to be on this trip with you building more memories, dude. And I, I look forward to, to making even more and who yeah. knows what tonight's going to hold. Yeah, dude, we could have another <laughs> near arrest for all we know. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> so guys, if you enjoy this podcast, please, please tell a friend, make sure you follow Ryan. Um, if you just put Rywire in, on Instagram, you'll find it Rywire underscore motorsports underscore electronics and um dude thank you bro thank you for having me i appreciate it dude and uh guys just look for some awesome stuff to come out of both of our brands this year uh i I don't remember the last time that i've been this motivated yeah no i hear you this was definitely the the kick that i needed um doing the same thing for 10 years and and you even longer you get burnt out you know and it's hard to get that that motivation and those kind of creativity um bubbles and i i can i can admit that for the last few months or six months it's been it's been hard for me because for a creative person it's not like it's always there right you know yeah you have to you have to go out and actively look for motivation yeah it's just like you know somebody who 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 makes music or raps or whatever like you have to have experiences to be able to 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 sing about that to rap about that you know it's the same thing as a as a car enthusiast like you have to be inspired by things rather it's it's builds other companies conversations or whatever it would be you right. know you gotta plant those seeds man and, and i'm excited to see what grows definitely you know? so anything else before we get out of here not really man thank you for having me Hell and yeah. um let's see what tonight brings yeah let's get it guys once again downtime with downstar episode 133 and we out peace <laughs>